Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I'm Ryan Slowinski. And I'm Bartek. Bartek! Why are we here? What is Unappreciated Masterpieces? Who are we? What are we? What's a Spit and Polish? Answer all those one questions. <laughs> Who are we? we? You should have been listening, listening people. <clears throat> he, is, he is right. Start the episode again. We can't have you calling them fucks. Okay, okay. Hello, listening people. Hello, fucks. <laughs> you fucked that up, you cunt. So, so he's Ryan Slusky. I'm Bartek Kaspyshak. It's not that one of us is spitting the other's Polish. We're both spitting Polish because we're always spitting and we both happen to be Polish. Isn't that right, Bartek? Yes. Um, and then the name of the show is Unappreciated Masterpieces. It's not that one of us is unappreciated and the other is Masterpiece. Although I'd be masterpiece if. That well, were the no, case, no, no. I think you'd be unappreciated. I would be masterpieces. Yeah, because you know we are multiple pieces. Because you're our... so tall. I am. I'm broken up into several sections of man. Mm. <laughs> you know, there's spiritual, physical, and mental. But like I said, that's only hypothetical. Unappreciated masterpieces are the thing that we spit and polish and spit and polish talk about. Yeah. Those things that we talk about, unappreciated masterpieces, are films. Ah, oh, not art. Theatrically released films oh. that have been forgotten by society, oh, the wow. public, and the people at the same time. I hate when they forget. All three. Um, A trifecta. These forgotten films are also the best films ever made, which adds to the irony of them being forgotten. Yeah. It adds to the supreme sadness of it all. It's the tragedy of life. I like this. You said supreme sadness. That's alliteration. And alliteration is good. I like it. Sometimes you do it. Sometimes you don't. Yes, it's a very literate thing to do, as it's called alliteration. Yeah. So we do feature-length audio commentaries for movies that seemingly don't deserve them. But we go out of our way to find these films and try and talk about them in a positive manner yeah sometimes we'll bring up the negatives because hey there have to be a reason why they're unappreciated you know sometimes some of the negatives in films can just be too much for the average person but we try and see the positives more of most of the time and uh, i think that's a nice way to go about things you know with a smile you know being nice nice boys we've had permanent smiles on our faces this entire recording so far i'm, I'm smiling all the time i've never stopped smiling i'm a smiler yeah from the great movie, the Emoji movie, I'm Smiler. Wasn't there a horror movie a couple of years ago called Smiley? Yeah, Shane Dawson from... Oh yeah, that's the one that had YouTube people in it, wasn't Shane it? Dawson's Smiley film. Yeah, I love Shane Dawson. He makes me smile, but you know what makes me smile? The film we're going to be covering today. And I don't know what it is, so I don't know why I'm smiling. Tell me why, Bartek. What's wait, the film? Wait, you... Oh, you didn't know. Okay, I'll tell you what Well, I I know I'm smiling. I'm smiling because I know we're going to be covering a film. And I know what the film is, but I don't know till you tell me. See the logic there? Well, smile, Smiren Slewinski. I like how you went with you trying to put smiling in my first name <laughs> instead of my last name, where my last name I think would have made it easier. Smiren Slimewinski. Yeah, slime. slime. <laughs> yeah, it actually works. Go on. Um, the film that we are covering today on the show is the classic 1982 film. That's right, guys. Listening people, this is our oldest film that we've done. It's beaten Cutting Class, which was like 89 or 88. Yeah. The film is... Bruce. Hold on. I didn't understand a single word of that other than Bruce. Is this Bruce Almighty? 
We're watching. I didn't realize that that film was that old. No, right. That that's dumb. That's a dumb mistake you made. That, that's I'm a, a fucking that idiot. That title's only two words, and it doesn't have a question mark at the oh, end. Oh, what did, did you say that that those are multiple words you were speaking? I, I said, thought that was all like che, one word. Onyi Nazivali Mnie Bruce. Yeah, that's that sounds five, like two five words. words. It's it five sounds words. like two words. It sounds like it's five words. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like we're watching Bruce Almighty. No, we're watching Chitoni Nazavani near Bruce. Oh, Evan Almighty. No, not Chitoni Nazavani near Evan. Is Evan Evan in Polish? It's a name. Yeah, but sometimes don't names get translated across? Not common Western ones that don't have Polish. Oh, is Evan not a Polish name? If it was, it would have a W in it instead of a V. Would it not be Evtech? Probably not. Evan Tech? <laughs> I think it's too short to have the Ek at the end. Well, yeah, maybe Evan's short for something else. We don't know. Maybe it's a short name. Maybe it's short for Evervescent. You know, right? It, for My favourite band. It's coming across to me like you don't know much Polish. Well, I wouldn't say I don't know much. I would say I don't know all of it, you know? Oh, that's why you're so confused. I'm very confused. Like, I know my name... I know Warsaw, and that's about it. What's about Shaba? Shh, shh, don't say that. <laughs> it ruins everything I've built up. <laughs> My house of cards have been blown over. You know what? I think the way to get around this problem is I should give you the English title. Yeah, go on. I love English. The English title for Cheonyi Nazivalinia Bruce. Now, the Polish people out there might be translating it and thinking, oh, the English title must be, are they calling me Bruce? But the title is, in fact... They call me Bruce. I love they call me Bruce. Uh, see, I was saying that like I do love it. That wasn't a question about it's it. Like it's not me the... saying I love they call me Bruce. Like the do I? No, I'm saying film... I love the title they call of the me film Bruce. Has a question mark, although the DVD doesn't seem to. Yeah, look, I don't know why the title has a question mark in it. I've watched <laughs> the film. It's never like he says it like it's a question. It's more like he accepts that as a thing. But whatever. We need someone to explain to us the intricate nature of They Call Me Bruce. We need a They Call Me Bruce expert. Uh, they Call Me Bruce Bert. Well, we need. There's a guy to the left of you who's a guest for this episode. I think he knows it. Do they call him Bruce? No. <laughs> I, they call him They Call Me Chris Madirian? There you go. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hello, guys. Did we, get, did we get it right? Yes, exactly right. Last time I was here, I was your Rob Schneider expert. You now... can be an expert in many fields. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, Bruce Banner has like degrees in seven different things. You're the Bruce Banner of our show. <laughs> you're the, you're the Rob Schneider expert for yeah. Rob Schneider. Now you're the, they call me Bruce, but yeah, I'm now the, they call me Bruce. Uh, yes. Expert, which um, I watched recently the other day for the first time in like 10 years. Oh, um, and you loved it. Yeah? Well, we'll, as get, into, as you remember, we'll yeah. get into that. There it was there. better than you remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good that you said, why didn't they make this an Oscar winner? <laughs> so, before we get down that alley, uh, get it, it's a reference to the film They Call Me Bruce, because they use alleyway sets a lot in this movie, um, with black people mainly, for some reason. Yeah. I guess in this film's universe, black people only exist in alleyways. You know, that's the, that's the law it's of the nice film. It's nice that we have a film that acknowledges that black people exist. The only black people in the film are either in alleyways or... Or cri- own or, a hair shop. Or criminals. Or own a yeah. hair shop. Or a yeah. church. Or a church. church. <laughs> I can't wait to get to that scene. Um, okay, guys. 
you at home obviously have a copy of They Call Me Bruce, or otherwise known as sometimes A Fistful of Chopsticks. Sometimes it's called that. Chris? Uh, is it, is it yeah. actually? Okay. Apparently, uh, Apparently one of its other... You know how here in Australia we call the movie Airplane Flying High? Yeah. Well, uh, this is our equivalent of that. Where s- I think in America it's called A Fistful of Chopsticks and in international releases it's called They Call Me Bruce. I'm so glad you mentioned Flying High. One of the... <laughs> one, of, one of... Before we get into it, I know we're going to do reviews later, but one of the reviews listed on the DVD is... It still cracks me up. Eunice Hilarious says the inept Bruce Lee look-alike. This is a Fast and Furious gag flick along the lines of the greats like The Naked Gun, Top Secret, and Airplane. I like how they mentioned Top Secret in there. Yeah, I have, what's that? And the, the, we, the website Secret. that reviewed that was brucesploitation.com. <laughs> <laughs> we know to trust them. <laughs> All right. Guys, you guys at home... I said guys twice. Okay, Guys and ladies and pets (laughs) at home or on the train or, you know, hey, wouldn't it be great if someone was listening to this while doing a diamond heist? You know, that'd be great. Mm. Get ready because when you're at your diamond heist, you obviously have a copy of They Call Me Bruce or Fistful of Chopsticks ready on some kind of device. We're going to do, I'm going to do a countdown. And when I say play, you got to press play on your copy of the film so you're kind of lined up with us and understand what we're uh, talking about during this magnificent film. So, here we go. Three, two, one, play. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Gold Pine Productions and Elliot Hong Film. They call me Bruce. No, it just starts. No, no question mark. No, but I question the film. <laughs> okay. So, let's get into our our own histories with this film. I'm going to start with Chris first. Oh, the one with the most interesting thing to say. (laughs) Yes, but it will be a ripple effect with Chris, because Chris's history is that he has one, and then it will ripple to us. So, Chris, tell us about your fantastic history with A Fistful of Chopsticks. Okay, I don't actually remember how old I was when I first watched this film, but I just remember... The first time I watched it, I wasn't really into it. It was, as you can see, it's an 80s film that looks like maybe it was made in the 70s. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But then I, I got used to it and then I started laughing a lot, especially in the... I mean, I was... A, I was I don't know how old I was. Like, whatever. Five. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe even older than that. But, yeah. I, and just... And I just treat it as one of the funniest films I've seen. But I haven't seen it in 10 years, as I said. I watched it the other day with my friend, and I was, in that time, we we timed this opening sequence to be, oh my god, it's still going, and we timed it, it's three minutes long. But it's got a song. <laughs> it's got a song where it has the lyrics, look out Western world, here I come. Yeah, <laughs> it's telling you the film. <laughs> I believe the song's called Oriental Boy. Oriental. <laughs> is and, that your favourite song? Um, it's his ringtone. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, it hasn't been my ringtone, and um, it is. I, yeah, I watched it. it with my friend, who I'm glad he's still my friend, because he was complaining how this shot in particular is taking so long. Well, he's running. <laughs> he's just running. We don't know anything about this boy running. Well, the song's but... telling us he's an Oriental boy. <laughs> yeah, Oriental. We know that. Well, at one point it goes, Oriental boy, watch out. And and, and he is. Yeah, watch, <laughs> and just and so many of my family members. Including my father, who's now passed away, but he, he's the main person who who showed me this film, and just showed so many of them just randomly have random lines from the film 
That they quote? That they quote so many times. <laughs> including, I don't get it. And things like that. <laughs> the classic line. <laughs> that classic line. You remember that line, Bartek? <laughs> I don't get it. Classic line. And yeah, that's pretty much um, that. And Johnny Yoon is the executive producer, as you can see, who also plays in Cannibal Run, um, one of the Asian um, drivers in both the first two films in Cannibal Run. I thought he was a, a TV reporter in Cannibal, Cannibal Run. Oh, no, no. Yes, you are right. I'm, I'm You're wrong. fucking yeah. wrong. How could uh, you come I'm, here with your incorrect Johnny Yoon facts? I'm fucking crazy with my Johnny Yoon facts. Yeah, he's only the, he's only the, present, the host of the show. That's all he is. Yeah. Fucking come into my podcast <laughs> with incorrect Johnny Yoon facts. <laughs> Jackie Chan was the fucking Asian guy in the... <laughs> you fucking racist. <laughs> I got mixed up, okay? <laughs> hey, you know that's Johnny Yoon right there? Not the fucking yes, trainer it, from Kill Bill, you it, racist? It is Johnny Yoon, Look, it's understood. That is Johnny Yoon. I know, I'm yeah. telling you, that's Johnny yeah. Yoon, not the Asian master from uh, Kill Bill. Uh, you fucking it. racist. It looks like him, though. Do you think Quinn Tarantino wants this film and got inspired by it for I mean, I Kill would, Bill? I wouldn't be surprised. Like, <laughs> I would be, I would be. Uh, well, no, because he, Johnny Yoon would have to appear in one of his films because he always has actors from the films he's inspired by, right? Yeah. Bartek, I want to hear from you. Um, Ryan said on Sunday we're going to record an episode on They Call Me Bruce. Yeah. And that's your history with it. So yeah, you're Z- saying you didn't see it in the cinema. In the Bruce. No, I, I, I didn't see it when I was a negative 11 years old. <laughs> that's a piss poor excuse. You know it. I know. It's a negative odd number. You're a piss poor excuse, Bartek. You could have seen this when you weren't even existing. But. But. Don't you believe in reincarnation? Maybe. But what I was going to say is that, you know, this is an older looking film. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I didn't have a... I didn't find a copy of this film on DVD or VHS or any other... Laserdisc. Laserdisc. Um, I didn't find it on any sort of format. I had to look, find it on the internet. So, you know, <laughs> using modern day technology to watch uh, a classic film like this. And I even watched it on a... Uh, alternate uh, uploading website that you can use that I used to sometimes watch films and TV shows off of veo.com. Oh, my favorite.com. So it's it's like, you know, I'm using stuff that I used in the late 2000s to watch something in the early 80s. Yep. Using the ever-present technology that is the internet. It's It's a thing that can be encapsulated into many different facets of humanity, of anthropology, you could even say. During this scene here, I want to note that this is a scene in which uh, Hiro is introduced as a full-grown man. He says he does have a name. He says it's Jun or something like that. Jun, yeah. Jun. And then they all just say, nah, Bruce is your name. IMDb's trivia says that he never has a name mentioned ever other than he is called Bruce, and that's a lie. IMDb. I know you're listening. <laughs> Get it together, okay? Because a lot of the trivia facts on there are just like, hey, no one's seen Cap- this movie. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, Captain Obvious Things. Like, the, the cocaine is called Chinese flowers. My favourite was, Johnny Yoon bears a strong resemblance to Bruce Lee. This is referenced <laughs> in the film, They Call Me Bruce. Uh, and the title, and the title. And, the, and in the title, They Call Me Bruce. And I'm like, good job, buddy. My history with this film? Well... Chris and I were having a, a a movie night at my house. Were you kissing? No, we only stroked each other's cocks. Okay. So we oh, were yeah, stroking cocks, that. and we were talking about like films that were classic to when we were growing up. I said something like, 
you know, I can't remember the exact film, something like I was talking about, like, iconic films for our era, like, Jumanji, Men in Black, one of those kinds of films, and Chris was like, oh, I've never seen that film, like, I haven't seen that, I I watched They Call Me Bruce, and in such a matter-of-fact way, like, and I was just like, what? And you were just like, Jumanji. I can't remember, was it Men in Black? <laughs> Probably Men in Black, yeah. Men in Black. I said something like that. One of those classics where you're like, how can you not have seen this in our era where TV existed, where it was always on? I think that was my argument. You're like, yeah, well, I was watching They Call Me Bruce. This was his defense for everything. was like, how can you not have seen Men in Black? It's like, oh, well, I was watching They Call Me Bruce. And, so, and I was just like, so in other what words, the heck is this In other film? words, what you were saying, Ryan, how could you not have seen appreciated masterpieces? masterpieces. And he said... I watched only unappreciated I was, I masterpieces. Was, I was watching unappreciated masterpieces. And I, I was gobsmacked, and he just kept. You said it in such matter-of-fact ways, like, "Yeah, you know, they call me Bruce." That classic, they call me Bruce, and I'm, I, I didn't know what the heck you were talking about. We spent a solid half hour like researching this film. Like I was like on IMDb looking at it, looking at the actresses and actors singing. Is there anyone I recognize? And the answer is no. There's no one in this film I've seen in anything else. I've done some research and I've got some interesting stuff to show you when they come up, though. So I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, uh, Mr. Research. <laughs> the closest person I know from anything else is the chauffeur guy. He's in a singular Freddy episode of, of Pushing Daisies. Oh, and Seinfeld as and well. Seinfeld. <laughs> I recognize him as old dead man from <laughs> Pushing Daisies. So that really gives the caliber of my knowledge of everyone else. But my history was... Chris talked about this as a childhood classic for him, and I said to myself, well, we've got to cover this on the show because there's a low rating, no one's heard of it other than Chris, and if it was his childhood classic, I have to ask myself, why was it my childhood classic? And when I watched the film, I kept asking myself that. I was like, why wasn't this a childhood classic for me? And I kept saying to myself, why wasn't this a childhood classic for Bartek? Why wasn't this a childhood classic for you, the listening people? And we should point out that Ryan and I grew up in very different environments. Yeah, you know, I grew up, you know, in the countryside. You grew up in the city side. Yeah, you suburban know, side of Melbourne, metropolitan area. City so, side! So very different areas, and yet... In both of these polar opposite areas of Australia, we did not encounter this film. But ever. Chris grew up in the sub- suburb side, and he knew. So maybe if you were friends with Chris when you were a kid, he would have told you all about this film. I love during the sequence here with the Harry Krishnas. I said while watching it to my girlfriend, I said, "Man, I can't wait for them to kill these Harry Krishnas because only in films when you see Harry Krishnas, they used to get beat up or killed." I think of again. Flying high slash airplane, where they just beat the fuck up out of Harry Krishna's. But in this film, it does a subversion of that. See, the Harry Krishna's do the beating up. With me, the first time I heard of Harry Krishna's, it was in GTA 2, where they were one of the gangs in the last area. <laughs> that was a good joke. That was a good joke where he takes off the ball cap and he just sees a Harry Krishna style. Uh, I knew of Harry Krishna's when I had been to cities before. Like, when I visited cities, they would be at train stations. And I'm like, yeah, who are these scary individuals? Because they're terrifying. Because they're just, like... They've all got the really? same look. What? Really scary. When I was a kid. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. look at them. they got the, 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 the hairstyle. They're banging their things and all singing in unison, it seems like. Oh, okay. Body snatches I didn't, I didn't thing. I that. I, they were just waiting for their train. That was it. Oh, no, no. Like, oh, a, lot, like a lot of... Um, religious people they usually go to public areas like shopping malls your front door <laughs> and tell you about their religion and harry krishna's do it where they just sing constantly in a unison in a line 
banging their tambourines and you just want to die. Every time I see them now, I'm not terrified. I'm more like, oh, God, I'm just trying to sit here. Yeah, <laughs> like, I only ever see them individually. What? I've never seen a singular Harry Krishna by my life. I mean, my life. It's like nanobots. You only see them in a hive. <laughs> no, but they're, not, they're just, you know, going somewhere. They're not, like, doing any work or anything. They're just, like, going somewhere on a train or whatever. Didn't you like this scene here, Bartek, with all the Italians? Yeah. And they reference Godfather? Yeah. I'm glad Martin Scorsese showed up in the film the, <laughs> as himself. All, all I'd like to say what, is this scene is so, <laughs> is so iconic in my family. Not the Godfather bit. Not the Godfather bit, but the fact with he the He eats fish. sushi? He eats a goldfish. The... He eats his head. Yeah. Now, we were so into this scene that we once... You know how they have these Please special... Please don't tell me you ate a goldfish. No, 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 no. These special ice cubes that you can put in the freezer. We found these fish-sized ice cubes that we put in the freezer. We took them out and said the lines, I'm going to make whatever he says, sauce out of you, and just eats it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be my last piece of sashimi, because the next thing I have is going to be you. The last fish I am going to eat. Uh, and the music is so... And, and the green lighting... <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, I watched this with my friend and he kept saying, the lighting is so bad, why? And are you because just it's, bothering he's supposed so to be much? sickly. Chris, <laughs> did your dad look like the boss of all bosses? No, my dad was bald and didn't have a beard. Okay, so Aww. he didn't try to become the boss of all no. bosses. <laughs> he didn't, he, so you're saying, wait, Chris, are you telling me your dad wasn't Martin Scorsese? No, Because with your film knowledge, I was really surprised to find out that his dad isn't, wasn't Martin Scorsese. <laughs> and you know what I'm really surprised about, Ryan, is you said that you don't know anyone from this film. You're right, I was You idiot. don't know Martin Scorsese? Well, I haven't <laughs> met him personally. I didn't get the no, Chris, when, you know, his dad was Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's a period of time where all our fathers were brief period of time is a famous filmmaker like yeah. you know Bartek's dad was um you know Bartek's dad is currently now um Danny Boyle and my dad for one period of time you know he I, I don't want to name names or anything but my, my dad was John Houston for a while there and yeah you know, all of our dads are filmmakers for a brief period my, of time my dad was well, a filmmaker like but he had a striking resemblance to Bruce Willis at one <laughs> Bruce Willis is a filmmaker, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's yeah. made a film. They call him Bruce. They call him oh, is that why your dad loved this film? <laughs> he often got called Bruce. <laughs> Was that it? That's exactly. Was right. that it? So yeah. that's our histories with this movie. Yeah. So Bartek and I had not seen no, this that's movie. Freddy. Yeah. Freddy Prince Jr. No, the one that you said is in Pushing Daisies. Oh, there he is, Freddy, the best character of the movie. I'm going to say he's my favorite character, Freddy. I liked Freddy a lot. I was actually happy when he came into the film as, like, his proper sidekick buddy because I thought their dynamic was really solid. Like, I actually believed their dynamic together. Like, like I could understand how Freddy could tolerate him and how he could, like, well, use Freddy, Freddy in Freddy his... Freddy was kind of a simple guy, too. Yeah, Freddy's an idiot, too, but, like, he's a straight man idiot. Now, this is a classic scene here. Yeah. Where Bartek, I think it's one of my favorite lines, and I thought of Lady, you. Give that man his purse, purse back. back. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, it's my purse. And he's like, oh, is it now? I like how she runs away, like leaves him, and she's like, all right, I'm off now. Bye. Maybe she was going to find help. <laughs> I think it's a, 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 a comment on racism of the upper white class. 
in this movie because <laughs> every oh, white so person she... is racist against him so and black she... people. So she looked at this and she was like, I am the white. They are not the white. <laughs> I have to get out of he's here. He's the oriental and he's the yeah. black. The, so only, the only black person who wasn't in a stereotypical setting was the black person at the start who did some kung fu for some reason. You're wrong. Using a gun. It's okay, you're wrong. But When was that? The the other black person who wasn't stereotypical was the young woman studying law who happened to own a wig oh shop. Oh my god, yes, that guy, yes. <laughs> that woman. That woman, <laughs> That, that yes. guy. I love that guy. Did I'm, you see his dick? I, 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 I love that guy. That was very progressive. You know what? Chris has got me there. I did see if she, she had a dick, and she owned a shop where they had female wigs. He wore a female wig, and the church uh, minister thought he was a woman, so... Maybe she was a man. Maybe she was a man. You, you got know. me there. I like this guy. He's so cool. You know who he reminds me of? <laughs> I think... Go on. Have you seen Austin Powers 2? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing bastard. to do with this. Um. It's fat bastard. <laughs> you also remind me of like a slug creature that you'd see in one of the early Ratchet and Clank games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the blood. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. The eye, like those big, like those yeah. cold dead eyes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not saying that this guy is Jabba the Hutt of this universe, I, I didn't he clearly just, is. I didn't just want to come out of nowhere and say, he looks like Fat Bastard, but, you know. Because then okay. anyone who hasn't seen Austin Powers would be like, mean. Mean? He is a bastard, though, so it's okay. Yeah, and he's if fat. They, if they don't know Fat Bastard, then I just randomly called him Fat Bastard, and they'll think that I'm mean. He's a mean guy. Uh, but no, I'm not. He's so mean. Before we started this podcast, he said, Ryan, you're a fat bastard. And I said, I'm not in Austin Powers Ryan, 2. Ryan, you little bitch, why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> but you you guys are both wrong. He's not just in Austin Powers 2. He's, He's in, in Austin, Austin Powers, Powers 3. 3. And he gets really skinny in the third one. Yeah, I know. He has a sumo fight in the He's third a- one. Yeah. And I think we're getting a little distracted, guys. Yeah, yeah I, I love this scene here. Uh, yeah. You remember this scene? Chris, tell us all about Elliot Gould's Actually, Elliot Gould's in this movie. Like, everyone looks like other people in this movie, but they're not actually the real person. Like, he looks like what, Bruce Lee. What actually frustrates me about this scene... Apparently. What frustrates me about this scene, in, in all, every scene in this film, he, he lies about being good at Kung Fu, but... Then proceeds to be good at it? You're right. No, no, he, he proceeds to run away every single time. Like, why don't you just tell the truth for once? Because, because he's Asian. You're forgetting something, guys. <laughs> He's mastered the art of fighting without fighting. That's a Bruce Lee thing. That's That's a a Bruce Lee thing. And his grandfather... I I did like, in this film, for a bit of context, our hero is not Bruce Lee, but he looks like Bruce Lee, apparently. Uh, I didn't see it. But uh, I guess it's because he isn't Bruce Lee. But he gets mistaken for Bruce Lee a lot. He's not... uh, a martial arts expert himself. He's a coward. I don't know if mistaken's the right word. Oh. He gets compared to... Compared another to... thing that my friend mentioned is that he like wears like two outfits in this movie. Well, he's poor. <laughs> he's poor. Remember, they don't even pay a minimum wage. That's a yeah. line. He's like, You've been, yeah. you get a pay rise. You get now minimum wage. And he's like, thank you. It <laughs> also, it took him... was probably pretty good, was it? What was that? Was minimum wage good in the 80s? Uh, it's still minimum wage, but uh, no, I guess not. But like, yeah. Uh, also, this film indicates it took him forty years to at least get to America or be in America. He didn't even get to New York until like, f- no. however old he is now. He's like in his forties or yeah. something, right? It's like it took him like thirty-five years to get to New York. So I guess he's really poor. 
Another thing that there the movie, he is, Bruce. Yeah, another thing that movie does is that for like instead of making references to films, it just blatantly uses the theme music. Like at the start, the Godfather music just blatantly came on. Well, they and, reference the Godfather by saying oh, Godfather. quite a lot, and now the Rocky music's just gonna come as soon as it says like Rocky. Well, that's a reference <laughs> to Rocky. Yeah, see? it's it's the gonna <laughs> fly now thing, but yeah. not quite. <laughs> So the film is basically, uh, you know, this simpleton man is given the role of something in the crime world. He has to deliver cocaine to several different crime or like crime bosses along America, across America, yeah, unknowingly. but unknowingly. And it's just all the misadventures along the way. You know, he, he, he pisses off the wrong people. You know, he interacts with bigots. He, he, um, casually wins at casino things because a woman kisses a coin you know stuff like that you know um and he has daydream sequences like twice mm. he's kind of like the secret life of Walter Mitty but without the like the the real daydreaming parts or the rest of it he's a very happy go lucky character He's a very upbeat character. He's never really sad. He's a coward but he uses his knowledge from his grandfather and his cowardice combined to win at fights by kind of not engaging in fights. Like yeah. he'll outsmart them, uses He's uses very their yeah uses their prejudice against them by using the fact that he is Asian and looks like Bruce Lee to threaten them with the idea that he could beat them up or or he outsmarts them by like a classic scene where he's like. Oh, we had, who was your karate master? Oh, that guy? Oh, I can't fight you. We can't fight each other if we trained under the same guy. And then another guy comes up and is like, I didn't study under him, I studied under this guy, so I can beat you up. And it's just like, oh, great, you guys can fight each other. Bye. And then it convinces them to fight each other, basically. Yeah. Which is great. Which is great. He does that a lot throughout the movie. He convinces people to do things because his cowardly nature and smart tongue just... And it's worth pointing out for the listening people who aren't familiar, um, Chris said the word earlier in the context of a website, but this film sort of falls under a sub-genre that was popular in the 70s and 80s called Bruce Bruceploitation films, mm-hmm. which were made in response to Bruce Lee's uh, Enter the Dragon and various other films becoming super popular. Quite a lot of films just put people as Bruce Lee. I mean, obviously yeah. other actors playing this. That, that's because apparently oh. Bruce Lee hasn't been in yeah. that many yeah. martial arts... Well, he's yeah. been in a lot of films, but not many martial arts films. Yeah. Um, apparently, like... Definitely not more than a dozen. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to point out just before that, that, just before we got too far, that scene there, he cracked eggs. I'm not joking. Every single egg he cracked was a double yolk egg. Like every, I looked at it. Every egg had two yolks. It was great. Great 80s eggs. Yep. So apparently, so apparently the way, the reason why Bruce exploitation kind of became a thing was that uh, the people that were making it thought that without Bruce Lee, martial arts films wouldn't really much of a success yeah so and after Bruce Lee died they had a lot of actors like Bruce Lai Bruce Lay like stand in for Bruce Lee and then some films pretended to be Bruce Lee some films pretended to have anything to do Uh, with Bruce Lee there's a movie called Clones of Bruce Lee where he's like like, where a bunch of the famous Bruce Plotation actors get together against a scientist that wants to turn people into bronze warriors did you hear about the recent Bruce Plotation film that came out this year it was called... I can't remember what it was called, but it was about the legendary, like, l- urban legend fight between Bruce Lee and this Asian um, karate master, uh, like, a famous Asian karate master. It's like this, you know, this urban tale where it's like, you know, 
they sent this karate master monk guy to fight Bruce Lee because he was disrespecting the martial arts ways by showing it to the West. Like, this is true. Like, oh, yeah. like this is a thing. Like, they actually did meet, but whether or not they had a fight as legendary. And the whole film's about this fight, yeah. But it's made by Hollywood, right? Or Hollywood-esque. And get this, get this. <laughs> the perspective of the film is not from Bruce Lee. Or from the monk. Yeah. It's from a random white guy who was at a... <laughs> of course. Who's a fictional character. Yeah, Who was an extra in one of... Or a supporting actor in one of Bruce Lee's movies who Bruce Lee apparently liked a lot and taught him martial arts mm. in, his, in his spare time. And he just happened to be there for the fight. And, he, and it's about this white guy learning that Bruce Lee can kick ass. And if he can kick ass, he can fall in love with the girl that he's in love with. And this is a real film that came out this year. Right. Brilliant. Anyway, last thing I'll say about Bruce Plotation is apparently the subgenre kind of ended when uh, they realised that Jackie Chan was a pretty amazing yeah. for himself. What, and also when Jason died, that also kind mm. of would have squashed it. Jason. His, Bruce's son, isn't it? Brandon. 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 So, well, who's Jason Lee? <laughs> I don't know. By the way, this is, the, oh, that's... This, is, this is also one of the most quotable scenes. I just quote this scene with my family. It's actually just... Could you explain this scene to me? <laughs> like he punches through I'm and she not, says, You're I'm, early! <laughs> what I, does that mean? I'm not going to try it. I'm the master. I don't know. Look, no one actually gets the scene and why there are girls there and why. Is the, he referencing the, that he's gonna have sex with them? Later? I don't know. Does he punch the wall on a regular basis and then and the, like? Or is it like a glory hole reference? <laughs> my my interpretation of it was they saw him and like they usually see him, implying that oh he usually comes to have sex with them. So when they see him through the wall, they're like oh I usually see you later when we have yeah, sex. Yeah, that's what I kind of thought too. But I also thought did he punch it too early? And they're like hey this isn't glory hole time. <laughs> He's one of my favourite characters in this movie. And so we good. never He's see him again. So that is a funny. shame. He's so funny. And when I watched it with my friend, he just loved how at the, at the, mo- at the end, just at the scene, he just randomly grabbed a katana sword and just chased <laughs> him out of the store. And then proceeded to awkwardly put it back. And then he sticks his head back and he's like, what do you want? <laughs> to return your sticks. Nunchucks. They come very much in handy in a few scenes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and do. he gets to he gets to it eat says, with um, them. It's also the fact. Yeah, he does, and it's also the um the the reason of the in- of the inciting incident of the film, which will um, which is what the cops which is come um, up to him and say, "Are those not chopsticks?" And he goes, "Those are chopsticks." No, no, oh, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a no, trailer no, that's, scene. No, right? the the inciting incident is <laughs> is is the scene where <laughs> this is sorting. Um, the, the classic sort <laughs> The inciting incident is when the convenience store. The yeah. convenience store, and they say, "Oh wait, we have a solution to all our problems." Il, Nunchucks. It's our chef. Is our chef Il, who uh, we know can't yeah. fight for shit, but we'll use him anyway. <laughs> go to, go home and practice in your closet. See, he knows the lines by heart. <laughs> he knows it by heart. Which is good because listening people, fun fact, we don't have subtitles. And I find it really weird how. How Johnny Yoon is purposely over-stereotypically using, like, he's, he's exaggerating his accent as well, I think I feel. Like, feel or no? Like, no Does well, he not sound like this in real like, life? Well, I don't actually know any interviews of him in real life, but he, like, he purposely, like, exaggerates all these L's to sound like R's and things like that. And It's because he's Asian. <laughs> He's yeah, oriental. Know, he says this several times. I'm, yeah, I'm an this is one of my favorite little jokes. Yeah. He shakes the egg. It has yeah. a weird sound inside <laughs> sound of it. He just puts it back and goes, this yeah. will do. <laughs> Are these eggs fresh? I mean, I would have just thought that he heard the fact that, you know, the yolk's spinning around so it's yeah. not boiled. 
Oh yeah. no! But he shook it, and it had a weird metallic sound. Yeah, in there, that, and that was mean. great. I thought this for some reason. I'm such an idiot. I guess all white people look the same to me. Brian. <laughs> but I, white people, or just all people who are uh, our character. Polish people are racist. Polish people do appear in this film as oh. racists. So there you go. You remember that Bartek? When the Polish people rock up in this film? No. You actually don't remember this? They rock up in the film. He's one of the they're one of the gangs he drops off drugs to. They're even credited in the credits as Polish gang leader, can Polish re- thug. I'm not joking. Re- can you remind me to call my mother on Tuesday? Yeah, no. That's one of the lines. Um, I just like that. They line. hang up the Polish flag sideways, like vertically instead of horizontally for some reason. I did. I remember seeing that, but there was like something on the top of it. So I'm like, oh, no, almost those were like the Polish gang. You even they just hung up the flags wrong. <laughs> and I actually said during it, I'm like. Is that supposed to be the Polish flag? They're fucking no, up but, stupidly. No, but there's a part where the camera pans up and there's like a blue section of the flag. No, no, I don't mm. think so because no, no. I, oh, not that I remembered, but in the credits they're credited as Polish gang, and I'm like, oh look, I was right about that. It's the only time so, see this. See, I, I rem- representation. I know, I'm pretty sure I know the flag you're talking about, but I, I, I thought, and my initial thought was, oh, Polish flag, but I'm like, oh no, it isn't. What are you saying, Chris? Is this the only time we see this guy? We see him a lot. No, the woman I was going to say, but it was just a comment. I <laughs> got confused a lot by white people looking the same. Uh, yeah. Uh, as did our main character. When, when, I, when I watched with my friend, he got really confused. So I'll explain to you. They're essentially, the two women that are, are constantly... Attacking uh, him. Attacking him. Uh, well, obviously, one is the special agent that's trying to help him. and the okay, other No, one... no, no. Don't say obviously, because she was the one I couldn't figure out for a lot of the fight scenes. And the other one is the other girl, which we'll get introduced to very soon. The mafioso wife. Yeah, no, no, not the, the the girlfriend who wants to be boss of the West Coast. And oh, she's she, not his wife. Or I don't think is his wife. Oh, I, I thought they were married. I don't know. But anyway, he just tries to swap the cocaine each time. But like, it's literally three very repetitive and boring scenes of her just trying to... No, they're great scenes. Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> like, one, this uh, scene's pretty great. One I mean, I already talked about it, but it's One where they make a Wonder Woman reference, and they... Oh, they do, do they? <laughs> yes. I love Wonder Woman. I love Gal Gadot. Was she inspired by this film? Yeah, she was totally inspired by this film. Gal Gadot, we, we get why you were inspired by this film. It's just... It's a... because the main character had an accent in this film. <laughs> she had an accent in her film. <laughs> Very similar. Um, why I want to bring up all white people look the same is those two women, right? Yeah. They keep coming to Bruce and attacking him or attacking each other. And when the first one happens, they get, meet him in Vegas. I understood that um, she, the 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 mafioso wife, I'll call her, was the mafioso wife trying to swap the drugs. But then she gets into a full-on fist fight with this random blonde-haired no lady. No one uses guns. I mean, well, really, guns suck. Really frustrating. In kung me. fu movies, <laughs> they suck. You don't use guns in kung fu movies yeah. unless you're trying to make gun fu movies, which are things that exist. Yeah. <laughs> Equilibrium was a Western version of gung fu. Gun fu. So, um, but it's like white people all look the same in this movie, which I kind of love. Because it's a stereotype that all Asian people look the same. But, like, the, the, the his blonde-haired secret agent love interest comes into the film several times and he doesn't even recognize her. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> even though she's his girlfriend. And the, the first fight scene that she has, I didn't know it was her. I was like, who's this lady? Because... They didn't show her face enough, and I was like, why would she be out in the open fighting when he's going to be in the room? Yeah, I had the same thing. And then it wouldn't have mattered because he didn't even recognize her because there comes a scene where, you know, 
they are hiding in the bed or whatever. They throw the sheet and she's in there and they just tell them, like, the two women to get out. And he doesn't even react to her. And I'm like, oh, it mustn't be her then. <laughs> mustn't be her then. And then I was wrong because he, she keeps appearing in the movie in front of him and he just does not acknowledge her. <laughs> they don't make it a big deal until the very end where he's like, who are you? So he's like, I'm your girlfriend, remember? He's like, oh, this is her. <laughs> And it's only been, like, a week since he's seen her. So. Well, he's only seen her twice, and very briefly. But enough yeah. to know... A bazooka, just so... <laughs> well, you don't want to mess around. You don't want to mess around with this guy. He's got a bazooka. It's... This guy's got a belt buckle. I mean, you don't want to mess with him either. This scene was really well shot, I want to say, because they use a keyhole shot. Yeah, right, very no Hitchcock. Well, then it's fucking not well, it gone. It can't be shot if there's no guns. Actually, if you're a doctor, you could give it a shot with a needle. But I don't oh, think they use Ryan. a needle for this shot, right? You don't know. Okay, maybe. Maybe this guy's injecting his leg because he's got diabetes. <laughs> because he's a big fat guy. Do you have to? Can you inject yourself anyway if you have diabetes? Um, yeah, of course you can. Of course, but it's mainly people like to do it in where it's like the fatter part of your, like, you know, like your leg or your, like... Stomach or... Stomach, well, like, not so much your arms, because then you're going to get bruises and stuff. I guess, I don't know, I'll ask my cousin when I see her next. She has diabetes. You know, like, I'll ask her, hey, where do you inject insulin? And she'll be like, here. And I'm like, thanks. My father used to do it in the stomach, so, yeah. Mm. In the stomach? Why not in the head? Direct to the brain. just directly to the brain. What brain? Why don't you just drink it? I actually thought Freddy was going to be the snitch that they had in the organization, and then they reveal there is no snitch. Mm. Do they? Because mm. the gang's been taken down because there's a snitch in the organization, and this is before Bruce is fitted with the technology. We never find out who the snitch is. I thought it was Freddy, because he's laughing in the scene like, ha 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 ha, yeah, you can trust me. And I thought, oh, it's Freddy, right? Did they mention that there is a snitch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they all me. say there must be a snitch. I'm supposed to be an expert now, I don't remember. The boss of bosses is also like, find out who it is. Because there the, must all, be a snitch because the cops well, guess, keep raiding them perfectly. But then we find out there is incompet- no snitch. Maybe yeah, they're just no. incompetent. No, yeah, yeah, I guess no. that's it. But the film sets up, there's a snitch in the group, who's it going to be? And then we never find out. All we know is that this guy, which is, that, that was also a pretty good shot. But this, Spiral staircase yeah, shot. Mm. This guy is, is not really a snitch, but he just doesn't like Pete. The, uh, yeah, yeah, Little Pete. Little Pete. Yeah, and he killed his dog. He killed his dog with a cigar. Accidentally. Yeah. Because dogs smoke cigars. <laughs> I didn't know it's dog like cigars. <laughs> Did you know this woman is is really great? She is committed, committed suicide. Yeah. Oh. The actress. Didn't, didn't we figure that out? That yeah, she, she OD. Yeah, she yeah. committed suicide by overdose at forty two, and this is only one of few films of hers that is not pornographic, basically. Really. Yeah, pretty much. So she's a porn star. Well, not not real porn, but like you know, like sleazy B grade, C grade films that are just basically porn, but they're not actually porn. You oh, know, so what like I mean? fan servicey kind of oh, well, sleazy I'm, films Explo- that have exploitation, exploitation kind of, films, yeah. oh, so exploitation. Yeah, kind of that yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't say it's real mm. porn because you know porn where they don't even try a storyline, and if they do, it's like. You know it's a porn, but like there are those exploitation sex exploitations where it's just like, eh, this is basically a porn, but it's not really. We can't do it fully. You know, we do artistic, artistic sex scenes. She's that kind of actress. I also have to know she, yeah, she does look 
I don't know if you guys watched MASH, but she looks a lot like Major... Hot Lips? Yeah, Major Hot Lips in the TV show, not the film. I was going to say she kind of... Yeah, Yeah. in the film version. I was going to say in the TV show version. She also reminds me of Kathleen Turner a bit. In her voice Mm. especially. Like, you know, Kathleen Turner. Mm. Everyone's favourite. Jessica Rabbit. (laughs) That's that's probably what most people know her from now, I guess. Jessica Rabbit. Voice of Jessica Rabbit. She's also in Californication. As herself? Mm. Not really. <laughs> Brian, it's hard. All white people look the same. They actually do in this film. <laughs> like, I'm not, he's on Houston Street. I just referenced John Houston 10 minutes ago. Coincidence? I don't think so. But, <laughs> you know, did I plan this out? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's your dad, Brian. So everyone's, you know everyone's dad is Steve Tyler, as we know. <laughs> Steve's. Uh, she's got some stuff in her hair. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. What happened? What, yeah, it's called hair. When I watched this with my friend, <laughs> my, my friend got really frustrated with it. And that, that she got stuff in her hair. Then when she hugs him, later, it, some of it gets on his hair. And he's like, why are you doing this? Don't mess up my hair. Look. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even there before she touched yeah, I, I know. He bugged her. She bugged him. <laughs> yeah, she what bugged is him. it? What is that in her? Why did this woman have stuff in her hair? You know what? Oh, you know what it is? Her seats in her car has has fluffy fur. Oh my god! Well, that's continuity, Ryan. It's actually on purpose. <laughs> now it's, uh, Everything's on, now not on purpose. Just a submachine gun now. Well, it's downgrading each yeah. time you see that one guy. The next time you see him, he would just have brass no, knuckles. No, Ryan, Ryan, the higher up you are, the more you know high grade you're. Oh, yeah, but the lower you up. are, and the, the guys on the ground just have brass knuckles <laughs> and chains or sticks. <laughs> yeah, my gimmick is sticks. That's my gimmick. I'm the stick guy. <laughs> Imagine if God was in this gang and he's up in heaven. Well, he has lightning bolts. <laughs> it's Zeus. We know this. They're Italians. Of course they don't believe in Zeus. Who's their equivalent of Zeus? Uh, Roman gods? So, what are some of the Roman gods? Apollo. Apollo? It's Apollo. I mean, modern Romans would be Christians. <laughs> Roman Catholic. Roman yeah. Catholic. Hey, don't be a stereotype. <laughs> no, I mean, not every single I watched Italian. this film and I said, this film's respecting the Italian culture. <laughs> I really want to talk about something, again, about the film. Um, Chris has the DVD... And the DVD is really marketing off Kill Bill's existence. It is red and yellow with the like the red background, the yellow stripe, the yellow writing, and the bold yellow writing. And it has some of the best like stuff on it. So first one is he said it says his a legend in his own mind, which is true. True yeah, statement. The That's right. That's they right. call me Bruce. Without he, a question mark. Without a question mark. Yeah. He can't. He can't kill Bill. He couldn't land a hand on Jackie Chan or even slam Van Damme. But this kung fu fool will break your funny bone. Well, like, kung, this kung fu. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, sorry. Fu. But this kung fu will break your funny bone. Brilliant. And the cover image is him like in like a leg cast with a crutch. His arm is in a cast in a sling. He's got bruises on his face and he's got a bandage around his head. His his pants leg is torn on the other That doesn't leg. actually happen at all. That never happens, but maybe in the sequel they call they also, still call me Bruce. The only extra in the DVD is the theatrical trailer, which is one, probably one of the best theatrical trailers I've ever seen. Does ever. it show boobs? No, it doesn't show boobs. Well, it's not that this, great. Yeah, this DVD is censored, which I'll you know I'll, I'll mention obviously in the scene, which probably a lot of 
actual fans of the film are pretty pissed off at uh, how like, <laughs> I, 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 because apparently because they're we saying do, we have noticed that you keep bringing it up they're saying that <laughs> yeah. it ruins the joke apparently well but there appa- is a joke there in which she's like there's a scene later that obviously boobs should have been shown for the joke and there was no boobs although apparently this DVD got re-released afterwards with the boobs in there <laughs> Which I yeah I've only got this version so I don't know. And we don't it. have the boob version. No, we don't, we don't have, have the boob, boob cut. The boob cut. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called the boob cut. I don't really get why you guys say the joke doesn't work. Well, I'm not oh, saying the joke doesn't work. I'm just saying well, that Ryan, the, the, I'm yeah, saying it yeah. doesn't work. But but yeah. but he's just saying you're a ten when he sees a woman naked. No no but it's cut in this weird way. Where they they ruin the fl- timing and flow. This is great. See, they ruin the flow and timing of the joke where she's like disrobing and he doesn't say you're a ten. He says you're ten. Then it does an awkward kind of cut and then cut back to him where he says like it's this awkward cutting where it's obviously supposed to show her boobs. Cuts back to him like cuts to something. Cuts back to him and then he says when you're supposed to be a thirty six and then cuts to her looking sad. And I'm like, I don't know what happened here. I guess he's slamming her because of her boobs because she kind of holds her boobs. That's the only thing I have to go off. If she didn't do that physical accent, I would have no idea what he was talking about. I forgot about the 36 line. Yeah, yeah. and... Oh, look at this gang with the, with the, the Jew gang because they've got... They've got you, they've I'm sorry, got, but Ryan, they can, got you, a beard can you gun. remind me to call my mother on Tuesday? Is, no, I won't. Is... <laughs> I won't do that. You fucking stereotype. What does it say about you if you need someone else to tell you that you have to call your own mother? So I love this guy. He's so this, cool. And we never see him again. Yeah. This cool, we do yeah. kind of see him, yeah. don't we? At the casino. Is he the mm. casino uh, boss? Did your dad look like him? Did your dad look like anyone in this film? No, my dad looks like Max Payne 3 and Bruce Willis. No one else. <laughs> Max Payne 3. <laughs> when he gets bold. Specifically yeah. 3. Yeah. Did he look like did your dad ever have hair? And did he look he, like Max he, Payne 1? He had hair when in Bruce Willis's age when he had hair. And then when Bruce Willis lost his hair, that's when my dad lost his hair. So, Are you really telling me your dad was Bruce Willis? Yes, he was Bruce Willis. <laughs> and he's... Bruce Willis is actually technically dead. He died six years ago or seven years ago. Well, some would say his career died many years before that. Yeah. Hear that, Bruce? Bruce Willis? Love you, Bruce. I made Just a slam. I made a slam against you. You going to come find me? You're not Liam Neeson. You can't find me. Pulp Fiction. Pfft. More like Pulp. That was 20 off. years ago. So pick up your fucking game, Bruce. I'll, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Your last good film, Red Two. That wasn't too long ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. But long enough. <laughs> you know, you're right. Your last good film when you appeared in The Expendables. Pretty good. Pretty good. Which one was that he appeared in? He appeared the in first one. one at least. First yeah. one at least. Or the second one. I don't bloody remember. I've seen the first one. <laughs> Terry Crews was good in yeah. those films. Spendable. I've only seen the second one. Yeah. Why did you see the second <laughs> Cut one? Cut the cards. What about it? He's cutting the cards. Just so you know, we're... we're our table is a table exactly like that. And I yeah, was warned I, uh, not to cut the cards. But you wanted, don't yeah, you? Just, oh, another thing. Just so you know. You know who, what this actress's name is? No, is it Maggie Gyllenhaal? No. <laughs> no her name is Ivana Moore. I, is she related to Roger Moore? Ivana Moore. I get it, but is she related to Roger Moore? i got to ask you this. Right, no. his joke's funnier than yours. 
I'm not, it's not a joke. It's Miss Ivana Moore. Is that really her name? Yes. Like, is it a pseudonym name? Or is that really her name? No, if you look at the credits, it's Ivana Moore Hooker. Like, Ivana Moore Hooker? No, Hooker is the character. And oh, I thought that was part of her name. No, no, Ivana Moore. Anyway. Ivana Moore. That was great. Uh, so I wonder hilarious. what she's up to these Rita. days. Did she kill herself uh, as well? I don't know. Like, yeah, I wonder. Chris, your rating for this film could be Ivana Moore. <laughs> Ivana Moore. Which I will be when I see the second film. They it, still call me Bruce. He's saying it more French as he's doing it. <laughs> Ivana Moore. Well, the rating will be super French. <laughs> Super French, Havana Mo. Havana Mo. Right, this woman here, here she comes. This is the. Um, he, she's already here. Yeah. <laughs> she's there. Yeah. Wearing a pearl necklace. Must be constipated. Okay, she kisses the coin. She kisses the coin. She <laughs> smiles at him, but then stops smiling because she's like, "I'm not from New York. I'm from Iowa or somewhere." She says. I'm from Hawaii. Uh, no, no, no. Hawaii. Not Hawaii. I'm not Ohio. Hey guys, Ohio. Yeah. You got three bars. That's half my name. That's. <laughs> Half your name three does that times. Mean, does that so that mean, means yeah. it is more that, than your does name. Does that mean your name is Zanzibar? Yeah. Totally. What? Zanzibar. I get it. Bartek. I Bartek. Zanzibartek. Wow. Zanzibartomier. I love how he has one of those jumpers that I've only seen <laughs> university students have with those pockets. <laughs> the the. <laughs> kind of hard to tell at this angle the front pouch pocket i'm gonna stand up and look at a better angle he's standing oh yeah i see it now yeah Mm. and then he uses her garter belt the laptop's on an angle to me so it's kind of he's he's using her garter belt he's still not gonna carry enough to put all the coins in his pants it's enough chris he's got no dick he won so much though he should have more you know what they say asian men have small enough dicks for them to put millions of coins in their pants that's the legend. That's the legend, is it? Okay. It's the fact. It's a fact. This film proved it. They proved it, Chris. All right. Yeah, unless, unless their they... name is Dong. Yeah, unless their name's Wong or Dong, then they're fine. No, Wang or Dong. There's Wong. Yeah, there's yeah, but it's not. That's one of the. It's not, that's, a, it's not a joke. That's though. one of the jokes in the film. Is the name Wong or Dong? And then, oh look, oh no. Who's this guy? Just a random... Uh, one of the guys from the gang. Those, uh, the Which Jew- gang? The Jewish gang. The, oh, yeah. are they attacking him? Yeah. Why are the Jew gang attacking him? We, they want to kill him so that they, they don't want flour in this town. They want... I'm, I'm oh, the only, I'm, I remember the Jew gang. I'm the only cocaine dealer in this town. Oh, the yeah. Jew gang fucked up. Yeah, they did because this girl helped him. You know what defeated the Jew gang? Money. <laughs> Money, yeah. That's Their only it. weakness. <laughs> Get it? That's a racial stereotype. Racial... Yeah. Ethnic, religious, religious. It gets a bit blurry. Oh, here she is. See, this is where I get confused. I'm like, oh, is she the same chick? Because I'm like, oh, who's this chick? Is she an assassin sent by... Because why is she doing this so out in the open? Yeah, she just comes in. Again, a cop with no gun in a martial arts movie. She's not dressed for combat. We already went through this, Chris. It's not a gun food movie. Yeah, but it frustrates me. Now the hooker is really jealous of what's What's her name again? Ivana Moore. (laughs) Ivana Moore sex. (laughs) (laughs) Ivana (laughs) Hoppalat. Ivana (laughs) Another Austin Powers 2 reference there for you. Also, Austin Powers 2 is the best one. I'll fight you if you say otherwise, you liar. I agree. 
It has yeah, Heather I, Graham and she's fucking hot. Yeah, I'd probably say the second one. Although the third one's pretty well, good no, as I'm well. I'm attracted to Fat Bastard. So. Oh, <laughs> Heather Graham and Fat Bastard did sleep together in that film. And so that turned were, me on. They did sleep. I liked it when there was two Heather, like when there was two Austins and one Heather and she was like, I'm down for this. <laughs> <laughs> two Austins, one Heather. That's a great film, actually. Could you imagine that film? Two Austins, one Heather. No, but we're using... Mike Myers doesn't exist. Why are they fighting in the bed? Because that's where you fucking hump. (laughs) Now they have the... Chris, it's because jokes have to happen. Two Austins, one Felicity. What was her last name again? Felicity Shagwell. Felicity Shagwell, Shagwell, yeah. I remember her name was Felicity. Shagwell by nature. Nature. By reputation. By reputation. Occupation, <laughs> reputation, <laughs> revelation. Um, Destination. Final. <laughs> Federation. Dalmatian. Oh, that's the thing. Obligation. <laughs> well, very well, <laughs> by, by Dalmatian. <laughs> <laughs> Cough it out, boys. Oh, now I'm oh. oh, look, I love this. And Bruce is just looking and he's just like, whatever. No, I there are more girls coming. Look, get out. Yeah. Maybe maybe Jun didn't know what was going on in this shot. He was like... They should call him Jun instead of Bruce. Dear Lord, it annoys me. His name is Bruce now. Bruce now. Because I'm a racist. <laughs> his na- no, guys, his name is They Call Me Bruce. Sammy. See, they established this Sam- scene here <laughs> because they had Mustang Ranch written Jr. on a sign. So when the cowboy comes, who serves a very important purpose, which is he shoots their handcuffs that this character eventually gets, mm. he shoots them off cowboy style... So that way you can be like, oh, see, a cowboy thing happened in the movie. And then that's it. And now you don't He have... doesn't even help them with the, their car problems. Yeah, he gets rid of the necessity of him having to go the rest of the film with half handcuffed. Yeah, which would have been great. Because, you, know, oh, you know what I was actually expecting? I was expecting him to have the handcuffs on the whole entire time. And then f- accidentally or purposely flick them onto someone else and swing around yeah. in an accidental oh, like, fight sequence. with the other handcuffs. Yeah, I think that my thing about this film was... Uh, I think, Chris, um, you know, you've brought it up already. Uh, is someone who's considered to be a kung fu... It doesn't really do many accidental things in the film. I think that's my one weakness. I was expecting him to be like a bit of a Jackie Chan-esque type of thing where through his sheer, like, ignorance sometimes... Because that's what Jackie Chan... That's what we love about Jackie Chan is his characters usually are More accidental comedic. heroes. Yeah. I was expecting that where he's like stumbles and like uh, Charlie Chaplin Buster, Buster Keaton like stumbles and he actually slaps a guy and that forces a guy to do this 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 and this but he doesn't do that he does he more talks his way out of things but I was expecting him to be like more physically you know uh, doing accidental slapstick things I, I guess with the sword um, yeah that's the, the that's like the one yeah with possibly everyone's favourite character <laughs> sex pervert yeah he was definitely my one name's Toby my name's your name's Toby your name's Toby 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 <laughs> we'll get to Toby man later who I would hope is listed as Toby <laughs> I'm winning my pants this is one of the few gags with subtitles <laughs> Which I love because usually in a film where you have Asian characters you're expecting them to be subtitled but it's the Italian character mm. With one line. With one... Said to himself. Said, singing to himself. Because <laughs> he tried to pass that off as, I'm singing a song now. He could have just said it in his head, that silly Freddy. I love the cops, don't you? Like, <laughs> they're just like, you're, hey. You're attracted to them, right? Well, only sexually. 
That's what I was implying, yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. He's not bribing them. He's just generally being nice. No, he's bribing them. He's not bribing them. He's bribing them with $50. <laughs> that coin bag said $50. <laughs> All those coins equal $50. <laughs> That's what the coin bag just said. It said $50 bag. So that means he's bribing them with $50. This is how, this is how good quality the, uh, as, as IMDB calls it, the China Chinese flower is. Is worth fifty bucks. No, it's that's how much uh, a woman when she kisses a coin and puts it in, and you put it in a slot machine. That's how much you get. That's what three bars are worth. Fifty bucks. How does she not uh, notice him here? Well, how does uh, she uh, not notice him? So how does he not notice? Well, him? he's too busy distracted by the fact she's not wearing a bra for some reason in this scene, oh, okay. and and the wind's blowing in her hair, and like Bartek said, sunglasses. And also, his eyes are squinty because he's Asian, right? (laughs) 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 I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that at some point in this film. For that comment, particularly. Get the hell in the car. No. And also, this guy looks like Trapper from MASH. Ah, look, I know you want a MASH reunion (laughs) in your Bruce Lee exploitation (laughs) film, but like... Everyone looks like a character from MASH in this film. Except for Bruce Lee. (laughs) Who is in this film as poster versions of himself. I love that the cast just stops now for some reason. Like, Bartek, you're a car expert. You mm-hmm. love cars. You, you're, yeah. You've watched a episode, an episode of Top Gear once. Yeah, it was a special, actually. Um, explain to me what happened to their car. Um, the car found out that in the script it said that it has to break down. So oh, you got it. Yeah. What's wrong, Chris? You're bending over, pointing this at the, the screen. This... this scene, this line, the Toyota line is oh. the line when I was a kid, I could not stop laughing for a total, I don't know, five minutes straight. It's great because you don't <laughs> even see him say it. You <laughs> and I, I woke my dad up from my laughter. When I was oh, here. what a feeling. He got hit by a Toyota once. Oh, what a feeling. <laughs> is it, He's cracking up now. He's cracking up now. See, my favourite uh, they call me Bruce joke that he says is the sex object one. Sex object one. Yeah. Not the one where he says, I'm I gambling. I uh, I knew a woman who made his husband uh, her that husband was, a that millionaire. Was very, yeah. That was very clever. Really? Yeah, he was a billionaire. Yeah. Um, the sex object one's my favorite. Uh, did I have a favorite Bruce quip? Um, I didn't have Toyota a, one's pretty good. Though, yeah, I didn't. Know, I don't think I had a quip. I think I just really enjoyed how he smart talks his way out of situations more, like how he does that more so than his quips. Well, yeah, I love that too, but. I'm, I, but I think that's what I liked more. Like, I can't think of a quip of his that I actually was like, oh, that's the one, baby. That's the quip, man. Like, I, I, I liked... Well, if we're bringing that into it, then yeah, I like that more too, but, you know. I can't think I, of... I had to pick a quip. I can't think of one, but it's like I'm doing you when you get asked who's your favourite character and you're like, get back to me on that one. And then when I do, you'll be like, oh, I don't know. This, whatever. Yeah, but you're better than me. I'm you in this episode, oh, this and you're me, and you're me. <laughs> Hello, guys, I'm Bartek, and I'm a fucking idiot. No, Zenza Bartomie. I'm Zenza Bartomie. I, I want a lot, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, Roger Moore reference, you know. That's me, <laughs> oh, Bartek. Oh, my favourite. <laughs> Everyone's favourite James Bond, Roger Moore. He only died this year. Give him a break. You know, he Which was, one was he in? Why is everyone James Bond? Is so Which racist? James Bond? He was in the it most was, of them. It was the third James Bond. He was in most. He was in the most frequent James Bond. So he was in um. Yeah, the Spy Who Loved Me and um. Man with the Golden Gun. Man with the Golden Gun. All those. I've only read the book of that one. 
Um, he's... The guy who's in Cannibal Run who thinks he's Roger Moore. He is Roger we Moore. We need to watch Cannibal Run. <laughs> he is Roger Sorry, Moore. I grew up watching Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up watching Cannibal Run and they call me Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, this. The film. audience can't tell if you're laughing or crying. I didn't know that this was a dream sequence, and I was expecting this to pay off. <laughs> yeah, why did they come on? Dragon just came because he drank too much sake, <laughs> and it made him daydream yeah. and Asian. Oh, maybe this was your favorite joke, Ryan. Yeah, what this, yeah, this sushi? One. Sushi. I like how she doesn't object because <laughs> she know- she knows what he's talking about. She does, I guess. Like sushi, oh yeah, maybe. But now maybe. she's look at her face. She's like, oh no, I'm getting really upset it's by this now. It's because she can feel his le- right arm like on her like. Oh, this up. this guy's shirt got ruined. Oh, poor no. guy. He barely had it buttoned up, but it got ruined. He's like four buttons undone. That's a lot of buttons. But it's like when you wear a button-up shirt. I never wear button shirts. Don't you? Never. Uh, no, like I mean, like a proper he... buttoned-up shirt. Yeah. Like you wear shirts that have buttons for no real reason. Like yeah, that funny. shirt you're wearing right now, it doesn't need those buttons. They are completely pointless. Just so you know. But the... like when you wear a buttoned-up shirt, boys, mm-hmm. how many buttons do you undo on it, or do you keep them all the, the way buttoned d- up? Depends how lazy I am. No, I usually on just, average, Chris. I usually, I'm gonna ask you for an average. I usually just do most of them, not not, not the top one. Not the top one. So he does one, maybe two yeah. undone. Bartek? Pretty much the same. Some of the shirts I wear, like, the top two are really close together. Mm, Not, yeah. like, the average one. Just quickly, this is... I feel the love guru completely ripped this scene off. Yeah, if I had to complain <laughs> about Mike Myers ripping something off from this film, it's the love guru the love- ripping this film off. Not, Not Fat Bastard. <laughs> Not <laughs> Fat Bastard. He did watch this and go, oh, I love that character. I'm going to make Fat Wonder- Bastard. Wonder Woman reference. Oh, is this the Wonder Woman yeah. reference? Oh, I thought this was a reference to They Call Me Bruce. Oh, <laughs> which was my favorite yeah. reference in the film. I love this bit I where she's... I thought that was a Looney Tunes reference. I thought this was... Oh, they're introducing ninjas in this universe. I was wrong. <laughs> there are no more ninjas in the film. And I thought, great, ninjas are now here. Would you kiss a ninja, Ryan? Uh, if there were three of them, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if there were three of them. ten years old, right? Just said two others. Only... There it's a Polish flag. Yeah, only, but yeah this is the one. Like, doesn't it pan up and you see like there's something else on it? I don't Incidentally, know. the only three ninjas movie I've seen was Kickback, which was the second one. I've only seen the first oh. one, which we've covered on the show. Yeah, see, there's like blue there. Oh, it's... Oh, okay, but so there is a Polish gang, though, apparently, that's in the movie. They're yeah. known as the Polish gang. And I'm like, oh, good. Maybe they're the Jew gang. She f- oh, she, look, she I tried to switch him. She couldn't. Oh, my God. How hard is it to switch? Bloody <laughs> cocaine. Just, I love the fact that you're upset by that. Like every it's time a rule they of visit, threes, Chris. It's, you it's have to do it three times. Three times, but it's exactly the same scene. There's a fight scene. Her, she tries to swap him unsuccessfully, and then they just she just shows up and fights her. And hey, Bartek, <sighs> I think Chris is really upset by this woman failing to swap <laughs> drugs. Why don't you sing for him and cheer him up, Ryan? Sing for him. Yeah. Tell me the. Sing me the Polish national anthem and I'll sing it back to him. You sing me the Polish national anthem and I'll Chinese whisper it to him, okay? So do I whisper it to you or do I sing it? You can sing it to me and I'll (laughs) sing it to him, okay? Jeszcze Polska Jeszcze Polska Here the cops come without guns No, they have, they're holding them in the holsters, you yeah, fuck Yeah, but they're not gonna shoot anyone But, hey, uh, no, sorry I wanna stop the movie now Pause, <laughs> I'm not pausing it literally But pause mentally Chris is upset that oh, he uses go, a he gun. Shoots a gun. He shoots a gun. He uses a gun in the scene. Okay. But guess what Chris is upset about? He's upset that for once a film 
has southern redneck cops not being used in a stereotypical way because it could be stereotypical that they march in with their big shotguns and their big revolvers going yeah boys we're cops with guns but guess what they don't they're doing it by the books and also this scene has my favorite joke in the entire movie i don't know why we haven't talked about it where the guys throw mashed potatoes crappily onto the policeman and he says in a really kid-like sincere way oh no i got a ride on my hands what am i gonna do here and it just <laughs> cracked me up i couldn't tell if he sincerely meant it or if he himself was joking yeah. it was great your favorite dish is some young guy get it did you get oh, it penis <laughs> No, he meant like. Oh, like actual cannibalistic. Like he it. meant cannibalism. Yeah. He meant cannibalism. Well, you still have to eat the penis, right? Well, I mean, you obviously have to eat that's that first. That's part of it, yeah. Well, but, do you uh, cut into the penis, or, or, or like if you have to eat a penis, Chris, a human penis? Only if hypothetical. How would you approach it? Would you go with cutlery, or would you eat it like a hot dog? I mean, if I had to, I would eat it with cutlery. With the backside first. Oh, okay, so like the base of the penis up to the tip. Yeah, I don't want to eat the tip first because that, that's weird. <laughs> he wants to leave that. Go- he wants to leave that gooey goodness for the oh, last bit. Fuck me. Circ- <laughs> circumcised shit. or uncircumcised? Oh fuck! Don't talk about this shit. Uh, okay, uh, no shit uh, not involved. Geez. It's only cum. So <laughs> I don't want to have the cum. You didn't say anything about cum. Well, most penises have cum in them. It would be, be a cook's penis, grilled. Oh, I don't want no. to eat a raw penis. Yeah, but the cum will be boiled. Oh though. fuck that shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> throw up because you ate the tip first, right? <laughs> Is that why? You That's ate the exactly tip, right, the tip right. of a circumcised penis. <laughs> if I had to eat a penis, I would eat a circumcised penis because like, there's less I'll have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and I could also determine how much I have left easier, I guess. Okay. Being like, oh, when I cut into it with my knife, I could just cut at the line where it's already been cut. <laughs> the, the head of the penis. It's like, there you go. See, Chris, I've thought about this because I this sleep. film made me think about this. But it's like, if you had to eat a penis, yes, would you eat it cooked and with cutlery or like a sausage? Or Raw with my hands, uncircumcised, no fear. In one swallow. In one swallow. No fear. No. So yes, one swallow. <laughs> okay. Now here's something I've got to ask: If you had to eat a cutlery, Chris, yes. a cock, and you're cutting from the base. Do you cut horizontally or vertically onto the penis? Or are you going to go diagonally? <laughs> I'll probably start horizontally and then accidentally go diagonally. Is eventually. the penis vertical or horizontal? Yeah, exactly, Chris. Which way are you eating the penis? This is all I'm going to ask, Chris. So, Chris, are we laying the plate down? Are you eating it vertically on the plate where the base is facing you, the bloody end of it? Or are we laying it horizontally on the plate and you're eating it like... I'm eating it like you would eat a sausage. Yeah, but you can eat a sausage either way. I don't know what you're telling me. Like, I'm saying, like, on the plate, we flop the dick onto the plate. Oh, is it is it is it vertical on the plate? Or is it horizontal I'm on the plate? I'm cutting it horizontally. Okay, he's eating horizontal. Wait, so the, the sausage Just is so horizontal? Just so no, I don't plan to eat this. I don't the sausage wanna... is horizontal. I mean, the dick, the dick is horizontal, yeah? <laughs> yes. Not, you're eating it vertically, and you're eating it... 
horizontally. I'm not, horizontally. I'm not cutting it horizontally. I, oh my god. Okay, so so wait, you're having it horizontal and you're cutting it horizontally. Yeah. I'm, I'm having it horizontally. I'm cutting it vertically. Vertically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking about dicks. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I love how you made a model of Bruce. I thought he had the wig at least. Now, was this everybody's favorite character? I said the the teacher earlier was, but this guy is a pretty close second. No, the teacher is my favorite. I would all. I, it's hard to say. I think maybe the teacher edges it, but this guy is amazing. Uh, this guy and Freddy are my t- two favorites because he also looks like a Nazi. Well, if you've got two, then you know we've got the two as well. Yeah, you got two twos. So mutually, this guy is one of our twos, all three. I love the fact that this is clearly improvised, and they just let him keep going. He looks like a Nazi officer. He also looks like the actor Steve Tobolowsky, who's in Groundhog Day as Ned, is it? Like, yes, yeah. He like, looks like him. A little bit. Not a really. lot. He, he looks, looks like him a lot. He looks like he would be George Costanza's annoying cousin. Sexually <laughs> annoying cousin. He's the kind of guy who's thought about eating dick. Raw. And this guy's really enjoying it. Look at yeah, which also <laughs> brings up questions about him. It also brings up questions of this organization and why they would hire this guy. Hey, maybe these are the Polish gang. Uh, which one's the Polish gang now? I'm actually questioning it because they are listed. Because they are listed. And I was like, oh, it's a Polish gang. Maybe, maybe they're a the gang Pol- of maybe people people this is the Polish, Polish statues or something. Oh. Oh, no. He didn't like that bit of, you know cutting a dick off and eating it. See, he's thought about it. I didn't just make the cutting dick off reference for nothing. Hey, look, a gun. I like guns. Do you like guns? Would you this... kiss a gun? I would eat a gun. Vertically. <laughs> you would eat a gun vertically. Would you cutlery? No raw. Okay. <laughs> just... uh, is this the Polish gang? <laughs> Imagine if this was the Asian white people gang. Hey, when he's in the tub, there's subtitles because he speaks Japanese. Yes. They use Jap- Japanese, Japanese is 10. Yeah. Are you sure it's Japanese? I don't know. Are you sure it's no I thought it was Chinese. I would have thought that he'd speak Chinese, but he was clearly speaking Japanese. Oh, okay. I like this, how he checks her mouth and is like, good. And that's the end of that scene. You have tongue. That was a reference to she would be able to swallow cock good. No, that was a reference to you have a mouth. That was a reference to you have no teeth. I do my dental work for you. It was a reference to dentists. (sighs) Oh, and that's a Seinfeld reference again because anti-dentites. This is all tying back to Seinfeld. And Seinfeld is a TV show. You know what else was on TV? Bruce. They call me Bruce at one point. Yeah, maybe. Probably the sequel, too. No, oh, definitely the sequel. still call me Bruce, which I haven't seen. I'm not really too motivated to see, to be honest. Why not? But it could be just as good, if not better. The magnificent scene is here, where we can, everyone keeps complaining about the random cut for no reason. Yeah, look at this. So it's like, you see a hint of but. But? But you see a hint of it. Just a little cheek. Mm. A little bit of the cheek. You You're are at 10. Yeah, see, at 10. And then, thank you very much, why? Your one cuts even... Oh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. and then... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what this is. Maybe yeah. it was a measurement thing? Yeah, obviously. Mm. He's like, you mm. are like a 10, and you should be like bigger, like a 36. Oh, I love how he does Kung Fu himself. Like, he knows as well. Great guy. Oh, oh, he's using a fist. That was a rubber fist. And then he uses a gun now. Well, he referenced the gun earlier. Well, he tries to use a gun, but the sword is... um. Why does he need to be this close? Yeah. He's got a silencer. He could be further away. 
but it's because this chick has an amazing dye job on her fringe. She was a trendsetter. She she set the trend of the hairstyle of women now, where they dye the tips of their fringe. I'm not saying that this film inspired fashion culture today, but it clearly did. Because we all dress like this pervert guy. You know, we all dress in leather coats and black ties with white shirts that have some of the buttons undone on top. See, I set this up again. That wasn't just random conversation about buttons. That guy had three buttons undone as well. So, like, is this a film where no one likes buttoning up all the way? I mean, maybe it's summer. You know, it could be summer. We didn't get to find out. You know, I always work on the assumption that every film is set in summer, unless it tells me otherwise. Did but, Snow Day ever say it's winter? Well, actually, it was summer, was no. Snow Day, it was an accidental snow day. It wasn't supposed to be during winter. It was a random happenstance. So I think it was set during summer. Oh, well, now, they have summer break, though. Now, do you have, uh, do you have to... Knock out this woman. I mean, yes, she's she needs to be knocked out. She's, Did you know this woman's in, a bad person? So she does bad guy things. Yeah, like uses one acupuncture needle. Like, why is there only one? Doesn't acupuncture there's more than one needle? Well, used she was at a doing time? she was doing a thing where you like quickly stab and bring out. She wasn't doing the thing where you like put a bunch in at the no, same time. No, but she was doing this. She doesn't know what how acupuncture works. She grabs the thing. There's only one needle there, and she's like, "Oh, I guess there was only one needle in the thing." Yeah, watch. I I, I looked at this. There's only one needle out of the like the the container she grabs it from. See one needle. Wow. So why? <laughs> Maybe there's a thing with acupuncture where, like, there's different uses of it. Like, like I said, like I had when I had acupuncture done, I had a bunch of needles put into me. How was acupuncture? Um, was it weird? It was weird, and the only time it hurt was when they put it through like this the flabby bit of skin that's between the thumb and index finger. Yeah, I imagine that. That would sucked, hurt. but the rest of it was sort of. Did all right. they actually acupuncture him? Because it looks like they've just stuck it in him. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm not an expert. You're a Bruce. They call me Bruce Burr. No, I mean they call me a Bruce Burr, but I'm not an expert on acupuncture. Oh, on acupuncture? No, on acupuncture. Ac- you're ac- not an expert. Acupuncture. Oh, look, he's cheating on <laughs> his girlfriend with a prostitute. No, that could be his wife. We've never established <laughs> that could be his she wife, and she's yeah. the mistress. <laughs> I like how you know she's evil now because she's wearing a hat, <laughs> like at night. And I just assume she's a prostitute. I don't know. She's wearing sunglasses indoors at night. Yeah. Hey, this is setting... I mean, he also has the Godfather framed near candles. So, again, reference, Chris. They didn't play the music. See, he's right there. Don Holy Coyone. shit. Holy shit. It's actually... I never noticed that before. <laughs> well, it's called Miss Unseen. Marlon Mando. It's also next to his bust of Napoleon for some reason, which is not an Italian stereotype, if I'm honest with you. Oh, look, Twin Towers. He's French. Yeah, I did say that yesterday as well. Oh, look, they're still here. They're very prominent. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great if the lady he had to go visit was the Twin Towers? <laughs> and he's like, oh, this will be here forever. And then the film <laughs> <laughs> ends... <laughs> I was saying to my girlfriend when watching this, the Twin Towers appear in this movie, as they appear in many movies, like... like places. Um, they... Wasn't the, one of the first movies to digitally edit them out was Zoolander? Because Zoolander came out... Around 2001, The yeah. same time as... Did Spider-Man do Spider-Man had it for the poster. They for the poster. the poster. But yeah, but I think Zoolander was first. Well, the first few, at least. And then, um... 
I love the fact that I was saying, you know, there will come a time again, right? Love the fact. Wrong way to say. There'll come a time in which there'll be, sometime down the line, there'll be another monument that's been destroyed and we'll see it in movies and be like, oh, you remember the Sydney Harbour Bridge? I remember that. Or, hey, I climbed Opera House. I climbed the bridge. I've, uh-huh. I've been on the bridge. Yeah, me too. I've oh, driven on it. I've driven on it. I think um, I've driven on it as well. Oh, man. Do you remember the Golden Gate Bridge? I'm just picking on bridges, really. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. The users. <laughs> hey, man, do you remember the Leaning Tower of Pisa when that was leaning and then it fell over and killed, like, there... 50 million people? What about that one in Washington, D.C., like, that spire thing that's no, yeah. up as a speech in front of? You, oh, Clinton's dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I swear that's a... You, know, you can destroy that in Destroy All Humans. Yeah. yeah, you can. You can destroy everything. Yeah. Oh, no. He's... I actually thought the scene... I didn't understand the scene, Chris. Because the chemist guy's like, it's flour. And then the boss is like, so you're telling me it is Chinese flour? And he's like, yes. And I thought, oh, this scene's going to play out like, thanks, guys. We have the cocaine because everyone's referring to it as Chinese flour. But then it's like, no, they actually know that this is really flour, not cocaine. Mm. I thought that scene was going to play out like a, good point. Yeah, a happy, I'm... happy, you know, then they find out later, oh my God, it's not cocaine and get them or whatever. Yeah, so what exactly did happen? Does he not realize that they're using a pseudonym name for the cocaine? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's what Bruce I is innocent. He thinks it's literal flour. Hence yeah, he wants to that. cook it at one point. But, like, the boss of all bosses, he doesn't know. He does. He does mention that oh, we're just checking your flower. But, obviously, at this point, who cares what if Bruce knows or not? I, yeah. Well, I'm not yeah. worried about yeah. Bruce here. I'm yeah. wondering about the boss. He, he does know. He says, oh, we're just checking your flower now. Yeah, like, yeah. they're still yeah. making sure they haven't been ripped off. Right. And they have, since they're going to kill them now. But I was very confused because the language was set, like, so you're telling me it is the Chinese flower? Yes, it is. Because, obviously, the joke would be the chemist is like, it, it is flower. And then, then they would take it away and be like, it's the cocaine, because we've been saying Chinese flour the whole time, ha, ha, ha. But then they don't do that. They're like, oh, it's actually flour. Like, the boss is like, so it is flour, yeah. you fucks. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. It's very intelligent. Very intelligent scene. This yeah. chase scene... Goes has... for half an hour. Oh, birds flew away, just like that Seinfeld gag. Which one? <laughs> the one where they're at the, br- the pier. At the Bruce. And... No, I always said bridge. The pier, and like they, they have revelations, and then they run. Ah. And it's all inspiring. See, I saw the pigeons and thought New York. I thought it was a reference to Home Alone two. You know, with the pigeon, Trump. pigeon yeah. lady. It's like it's got flour all over his. But it's okay. You went to the hairatorium. 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 I wonder which outfit oh he's gonna wear. Oh my god! Look at this black stereotype. Yeah, she's all like, "What do you want? I own oh, my own business." Shut up, guys. She says, <laughs> "Remember when she calls him a foo?" <laughs> Remember when she says, "I'm studying law," then gets a gun pointed at her head, and she's like, "I guess I'm an idiot black woman stereotype now, fool." Remember when they're stabbing her watermelons, and yeah. she's like, "No, not them." Remember, remember when she was a I slave. Get it, guys. There, I'm, I'm just saying there are a lot of black stereotypes in this. Remember film. when she became Oprah Winfrey? and said, you get a car! You get a car! You get a car! I didn't even remember the context of what we were talking about before. I, was, I, 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 said just, there, I just said there are a lot of black stereotypes. No, you said they are all black stereotypes except for this one person at the start. That's right. That's and I was like, that one person is a stereotype of black Afro ninja types. This woman is the only one, but at the same time, she owns a store that sells weaves and wigs. So I guess you could say stereotype, but... 
Not what? really. I like how he had to stay. Like I like how he can't tell if the <laughs> mannequins were looking at them. Yeah. I actually thought something here. Wouldn't it have been smart of him if he instead of kept going up, if he went back down, <laughs> and then the guy kept going up and up again? Like wouldn't that have been the? That was my technique. I would have done. She's scared. Such a stereotype of black people. Always scared of the white man. That's true, Chris. That's, that's another stereotype we can throw. She's scared that she'll be sent to the cotton field. She's scared that... <laughs> what? <laughs> She's scared that Quinn Tarantino is going to make more insensitive comments through ignorance. And then Samuel Jackson films. will defend him so we can't blame him. Yeah, I mean, if Sam Jackson and Jamie Foxx says it's okay, then it's okay then. Also, you know, Chris, this was something I have to ask. This was a childhood classic of yours. You loved this as a kid. What was it about the film that made you love it as much as you still do? Because you, you, you're smiling while we're watching this still. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, I guess maybe because I was on crack cocaine when I was five years old. I knew uh, it! Yeah. Such a black stereotype! <laughs> Chris is black, in what case you wanted to know. And also because I had my father explaining every single joke to me. Was it funny? And laughing at it. Did he explain this scene here where they all yeah. shout Mooney, 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 mm. Mooney? Do you know what a Mooney is? No. Do you, Bartek? No. So when Do this you? scene happened... Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Yes, Ryan knows. When we watched this scene <laughs> last night, no, I watched this scene last night, I was very confused. When they take the wig off, they all shout Mooney, 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 Mooney. So much. And I was like, is this a racial joke? Like, is that some, like, slang racial term for Asian people that black people use, maybe? No. No, it isn't. According to Google. <laughs> yes. Google. I googled Mooney, and it is pretty much a term used for an outsider religious person entering another religion. But he's clearly Asian anyway. No, but, like, it's more, uh, like, say a Jewish person rocked up, like an obvious Jewish rabbi or someone rocked yeah. up to a mosque. Mooney's the term you use for an invader, a foreigner of a religion coming into another church. Okay. Right. So that's what they're saying. They take off his thing and say he's definitely not a black Christian oh, guy. Okay. And they're like, Mooney, 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 being like pretty much intruder, intruder, intruder. Maybe they think that he's the so woman at the Heritorium. So he's wearing her clothes. They actually think he's a woman. <laughs> yeah. So 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 it's not they're not calling him Mooney purely because they're assuming they're not their religion because he's Asian. They're saying because oh wait you're you're dressing up and pretending to be. It could be yeah. whatever you interpret. Yeah. It's basically they're saying intruder. Yeah. They're saying you are not a black Christian. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, but Mooney has less syllables, so they don't say that. Yeah, they don't have to say, you, you are, are not, not a black, black Christian. Christian! You, you are, are not, not a black Christian! And then the Italians outside hear this and go, hmm, I'm not a black Christian either. Maybe they're talking about me, and they just walk away. Wait a second, the guy we're chasing is not a black Christian. Could he be in there? Let's go in there. Then they point at them and they go, they go, you're not a black Christian. You're not a black Christian. And they're like, you're right. We're but not. We're Catholics. How did they get here if they went the opposite direction? They figured out that he must have went this direction. <laughs> From, you know, Spidey sense. <laughs> the Twin Towers are here, so Spidey sense. Freddy. Uh, I like how we never got to understand what happened to Freddy in his run. He just encountered black people and pissed them off somehow. They should make a short film that explains what he did. Oh, hold up, boys. He's now teamed up with one other person. 
Jive talk by your mama. No, talk in. Talk, talk in, in by, by your, your mama. mama. Your mama. Only to use... To use... By his, I can't read his fucking hands are all over the joke. Get your hands off there, Johnny Yoon, you fuck. <laughs> uh, I liked this scene. I imagine this was a highlight scene for everyone involved. We've seen many scenes like it this was unexpected. done in movies. And it's basically the ending of this long chase sequence because it cuts away afterwards. Well, you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The black guys saved the day. I didn't want to say it, but they saved the day. Mm. You know, they, they helped him. They helped him learn the true meaning well, of the Christmas. Guy, the guy behind the main guy doesn't really look black. The one of the like tyrant. Except for he things. does, but it's okay. <laughs> well, look at him. He looks. He looks black. He, yeah, you're right. He's, he's, he's totally black. He's black a light skinned black man. Yeah, but other than that, he looks black. You're right. You got me there. He's Mafia. not even in this shot. Mafia. I love this scene. It was great. Right. I love Freddy being yeah. so white in the <laughs> scene. He's such a white man. I love how Johnny Yoon can pull off this outfit. <laughs> kind of made me want to wear it. Didn't you want to wear it? Not particularly. You fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking racist. And it's for women. Too, I'm so just he's remi- sexist too. I'm just remi- he's homophobic I'm as just well because remi- he's making gay connotations to it. I'm just remi- he's also transphobic as well. Making- of that scene in Borat where he tries to be like black people and then goes to a hotel and just speaks <laughs> jive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's up, Vanilla, what's up, Vanilla I Face? That. The scene I remember in Borat at the hotel, which has my favourite joke in Borat, because it's one of the few scripted jokes, which is when the Jewish old couple are, like, knocking on his door, and he's like, oh, no, and he's just throwing money at the door. That's my favourite joke in the entire film. It cracks me, it makes me smile every time, because it's like... Sasha Baron Cohen knows how to make Jew jokes better than anyone else. Well, he is Jewish, so well, he, know, he knows. He the, knows how. He knows what they like and don't like. That, and you gotta love the running of the Jew. And this, oh no, it's laying its egg. <laughs> so she's confusing him now because she's wearing a tie. I guess this is what I got from the scene. She's wearing a tie now, and he's like, "I don't know who this is." And she's like, "I'm your girlfriend. Remember?" Oh yeah. This sex dolls. So, because this is this is again very stupid. Apparently, yeah, they were breasts. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> but apparently the gang has lo- this is the gang's hotel place. Obviously, like so they're like got a lot of sex dolls and dildos. He was holding a dildo just before, and yeah, it's like what he, is this? Yeah, and then he was talking about <laughs> the chair that vibrates, yeah. and he's like, is that an electric chair? And he's yeah. like, one of the few. Um, classic Johnny Yoon humour. Did you know he didn't act in much else after this? No, not much. Apart from they still call me Bruce. As I and did. there was another one called, what was it, like, Cooking with Yoon or something <laughs> weird? Where No, Cooking Johnny Cooks or something <laughs> or other. And it's just like, he opens up a restaurant and falls in love, basically. And no one's reviewed it on IMDb, so it has no mm. rating. I do agree with you, though. I do, uh, Freddie, I generally like as a character. Like, his, like I do like his performance Is as he well. in the second one? Not, not that I know of. I don't uh, think so. Because yeah. that's why yeah. I'd want to watch the second one. Yeah. I want to see him team up with Freddy again and go yeah. on more misadventures. Misadventures. It'll be like the road to Jerusalem uh, yeah. with these two characters, and they go to Jerusalem and fix the crisis there, <laughs> and they cause more problems for Jerusalem. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. He sure. solves the Palestine problem. <laughs> the Palestine <laughs> problem. The, Palestine. <laughs> the Israeli Palestine problem. Oh. They should make a sequel to this. Now, they should do a semi-reboot sequel, you know, like the new Blade Runner. 
They should yeah. do that for this film where they wait like 30 years to do it. Yeah, he could start in kind of like a Forrest Gump story where he like goes through a bunch of notable events in history. He can be like he can be like Harrison Ford in the new Blade Runner movie where he's like old and gruff and teaches the new young flame and, and Ke- who would be the guy who played Kato in the Green Hornet movie. <laughs> <laughs> or Kenji Jeong or something. Yeah, Kenji Jeong. No, no, no. We need someone lesser, lesser, lesser than that. Lesser so we need Kato. <laughs> from the Green Hornet movie. And uh, Martin Scorsese can reprise his role. Uh, he never, <laughs> not, he never died. It's, him, it's about him getting out of jail. <laughs> that's right. And it's man. about like Johnny Yoon's son. But you know that's who Kato is. And and he's like, yeah, they call me Bruce too. But this one will be called like, who's the new Asian kung fu guy well, now? The they call one. me Jackie or something. They call me Bruce three, or they call me, they call me. I don't know, something. I can't believe they're still calling me Bruce. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what it would be. No, that's what it would be called because that's how... Yeah, yeah. The title is a reference to the spaghetti western um, They Call Me Trinity. They still call me Trinity or whatever. And then yeah. They Still Call Me Trinity yeah, and yeah. Trinity is my name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is great because... Uh, I've accepted that I'm being called Bruce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like in the last one, it would be like uh, um, Leonard Nimoy when he wrote those books, which is I am not... I am not Spock. And then he had another one, which is, I am Spock. Uh-huh. And then he wrote, what God, I am Leonard. Uh-huh. And it was like my favorite Simpsons jokes involving comic book guy, where he's like, ah, oh, my favorite Leonard Nemo books, which is, I am, uh, I'm not Spock. I am Spock. And I am also Scotty. This <laughs> 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 is a picture of Leonard Nemo dressed up fat, eating a burger. <laughs> it's great. Oh no, they got Martin Scorsese. I thought there was going to be an epic fight or showdown, but no. He just says, I got you now. And then they arrest Scorsese. I'll make some Chinese noodle for you. Take that, Scorsese. That's for making Hugo. That's (laughs) That's for making silence, you Christian prick. Oh, you didn't like silence? No, I hated fucking silence. Oh, Oh. man. You're a fucking anti-Semite. Anti-Semite. It's not even a bad Jewish. (laughs) 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 So now you're saying that you couldn't make a good Jewish religious film. You fucking anti-Semite. Like Adam Sandler. You, what do they call anti-Catholics? Is there a name for that? Uh, I don't no, they like the white people of religion. No. The <laughs> white people of religion are Presbyterians. <laughs> the Catholics have South America, remember? I don't know. I don't Most of it. South America is Catholic. <laughs> yeah, but like jokes about Catholics. Oh, Twin Towers. <laughs> Twin Towers again. Oh, this oh. is the final scene. The I, final I legitimately scene. thought the woman was going to be this woman. <laughs> they make the joke about it being the Statue of Liberty and then when the Spoiler alert, Statue of Liberty is alive in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And they don't say it's a daydream. She's alive because the woman reacts too. But I was thinking when she spoke, it was going to be like, no, it is me. And then it'd be the old lady. And then <laughs> Aww, you'd ha- really cute. And then you'd have to say his grandfather loved her. He didn't even do that. The one thing his grandfather asked him to do, which was tell her I loved her. Wasn't he it didn't- just find her? <laughs> no, it was find her. And his last dying words were, tell her. I loved her! And then he died. He never even told her that he loved her. I think Statue would know that. Also, also, Martin Scorsese, I do apologize. I'm not, you know, I don't actually think you're a Christian prick. I, I like it's you. your dad. He's a Catholic. You know, I think he understands. <laughs> My dad is Bruce Willis. Get it right. All right, let's find Ivana Moore. Was there any other facts you, you used? Was that the only cast member thing? You said, like, yeah, you set it up like there's yeah. many things about the cast and uh, the uh, trivia I know, and then I it was write, like, you I just write, wanted to get. I, I, I wrote all these notes, but I. The um, crazy Bear. 
Oh, that's an interesting name. Is that Polish? Kwiatkowski. Kwiat means flower. Wow. So is it Polish? I would say so. Great. Although it's a very short credits. Uh, the cast are in order of appearance. John Louis. I'm really wanting to see these now for uh, Ivana Moore. <laughs> if you're lying to me. I'm totally lying And also, to we have to look out for the Polish gang. Yeah. Because uh, these are all in order yeah. as well, so... Yeah. I don't see Ivana Moore Fons- yet. Look, there's Farnsworth. Uh, uh Duchess Dale. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Where's Ivana Moore? Oh my god, they're not in Las Vegas yet. Hang on. Jewish boss. Where's I've wanted more. I've wanted more. <laughs> more. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we meet the there's a the cowboy gang, the ninjas. So it's cowboy after the cowboys, thing. after the inmates. I actually think Polish the boss. Polish boss. It's actually the Asian guys. You know the gang that are pretending to be Asian. That's who they are because in the order of the gangs he meets. Yeah, right after him is the bath woman. Yeah, so... Oh my god, the Polish I gang... I imagine you use the theme song. Not Oriental Boy. <laughs> uh, I imagine you use the theme song, Bartek. So, Bartek, in this world, Polish up, people pretend to be Asian <laughs> Japanese. Did you know that's a thing that Polish people do? I still don't know which ones we're talking about. In the film... The breast... Look, the, the film's sh- over now. The, the, in the, 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 hold on. The, in the, the film... Nudity, the nudity one. The nudity in scene. In the film yeah, right where it. he uses his sword to stab the guy... That gang he's with, that's the Polish gang where all the white people are dressed up in kimonos. Okay. That's the Polish gang. The one where the guy checks that woman's mouth to see if she has a mouth. That's the Polish gang. That's why that felt so familiar to me. That's what (laughs) Polish people do to women. (laughs) Get it? Polish people are really shit to women. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? I always see, whenever I look at Polish, like, stuff in the news, it's always, like, how shit we are to women. Like, oh, like that's just it's always it. just, like, women's rights. It's like, I, Poland's at it again with I, shit I, women's rights. And I'm like, typical Poland. I hear it more about racism than sexism. But I see, I always hear, like, you know, anti-abortion stuff and anti-rape, like, rape awareness stuff. It's all, like, all this stuff about, like, basics. Like, if you're a woman, it sounds terrible but it's essentially most eastern european like most european countries especially the eastern european countries i mean even maybe even if you go back 20 years ago that was essentially every country yeah i know but guess what we aren't living 20 years ago chris Jeez Louise, Australia, you know, where we're from. Yeah. It only took us a very long time to get gay marriage. Yeah, what, like a week ago in 2017? What is it? Ah, so, uh, Chris, the film ended. They call me Bruce. Yeah. They call me Bruce? They call me Bruce. Five stars from TVGuide.com. How about you give us a rating and a review of your own? Okay. okay that was a segue there. Pretty good one. My, um, my review is... <laughs> Chris Chopstick looking good. Five stars. <laughs> no, I'll probably no, I'll probably go about his drink. <laughs> about three stars. Chopstick looking good because the nostalgia of it is makes You're me You're doing stars so but not Ivana Moore? <laughs> Ivana Moore, chopstick looking good, Ivana Moore chopsticks. <laughs> Bartek Yes. Your review and rating? <laughs> They Call Me Bruce is an amazing film. I had to explain earlier what Bruce exploitation was and give a little bit of 
you know, basic 101 history. 101 minus 1, I would even say. It was that basic. It was so base. Most of the information, yeah, you probably even find it on Wikipedia. So, it comes from a subgenre that not too many people are familiar with. Obviously, we are, we are hashtag 90s kids, woohoo, cool guys. Hashtag. We wear shirts that say cool guys. Only we remember. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lest right. we forget hashtags. <laughs> Lest we forget the Rugrats. <laughs> it's the Rugrats rap from under the mat. Hashtag <laughs> Angry Beavers for life. Faux life. I thought you were more of a Rocco's man. I liked Angry Beavers more, but I saw more Rocco's Modern Life. Okay, That's why. Up. Like, I liked Angry Beavers, but I think they aired it less out of those mm. stable of shows. Like, it would go out of that era. It would be like Rocco's was number one, then Cat Dog. And then Angry Beavers. Like, it was always like, that's how they would air it. Like, like it would always be more of Rocco, slightly more of CatDog, and then eh, every now and then you'll get Angry Beavers, like, on normal See, TV. See, I think I saw the opposite. It's oh. weird. Anyway, my review for They Call Me Bruce... Is I like Rocco. Um, <laughs> I think I did like Angry Beavers the most out of those three. You had Stump. Stump was the best. Now, They Call Me Bruce... It comes from a subgenre that not too many people, especially from our generation, would be familiar with. It is a... What's that word for... Niche. It is a niche taste. Um, Ryan was telling me before we started this episode that the first thing he thought of when he saw the yellow text at the beginning was, is this going to be a porn? He was very nervous. <laughs> That's like, also a genre that cause, we... Yeah, because Chris's previous film, Big Stan, was all about rape. male rape. Right. So rape, yeah. I was like, oh boy, I don't know what I'm going to get into. Is it going to be porn? I... And I personally appreciated the, like, older kind of aesthetic going on there, the music, the look of it, um, the humour. And it isn't like a typical film, obviously because it kind of parodies or satirises this genre of, of exploitation. Like, in that in that subgenre, you've got Bruce Lee lookalikes either pretending to be Bruce Lee or inspired by Bruce Lee, and they, you know, using great kung fu to, you know, entertain you because, you know, action film, cool. This one, the parody there is that they have that setup, but the guy doesn't really do kung fu or really that much of anything no. other than tell jokes and try to get out of fights. That's kind of where, like, the satirization parody comes from. He's like Jackie Chan when Jackie Chan started doing uh, Owen Wilson movies. Yeah. You know, those, you know, like... When Jackie Chan went to America and started doing, like, instead of less action, he just did more quips. That's this guy. When you said that, literally Owen Wilson movies or Owen Wilson-like movies? No, when he did movies with Owen Wilson. Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Nights. Oh, right, right then, yeah. Yeah, and I think he did another one. I swear he did others. I mean, he was still pretty, like, if you look at Armour of God, for instance, he was still pretty wacky then. Oh, wacky. But let let Barta get wacky with it. Well, and certainly I also read that when the... Bruceploitation era kind of ended and Jackie Chan kind of brought that about. It was because he incorporated more comedy into mm. those roles. Mm. So this is still having a look at the parody of what it was like then, but still before Jackie Chan became like the figurehead of these martial arts types. Mm, the films. pop culture icon. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And certainly then you would have to look at it as less than a Bruce less as a Bruce Ploitation film and more as a comedy. Mm. Uh, it is a film where you just have to be in that kind of mindset. And I can certainly see for a lot of people who... And, and this film apparently was a box office success despite only appearing in 
350? Yeah, like less than 400 cinemas. Um, so certainly at the time, the people who did see it liked it, but still that did mean that not many people have ended up seeing it, and also not many people would remember it unless they happen to have a fantastic family like Mr. Chris Madirian. <laughs> yeah, unless your family, unless your family is based up of Armenian people who quote random lines from this film and or Armand Scorsese and or Bruce Willis, and you're the, gonna miss out on this. <laughs> and the Ice Cube Goldfish. Oh, yeah, and, in, and if you goldfish. eat Ice Cube Goldfish, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're not that demographic. You've missed out, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's how niche this demographic is for this film. It's so underground. But, guys, here's the good news. The incredibly not niche, incredibly popular spit in Polish have now made it the mainstream. F- we've can now cover the film. So, so now there's so no excuse for this. They're gonna film put it in the known. IMDB so trivia. <laughs> spit and polish <laughs> made this film so the classic happy. it is today. And two, <laughs> and two out of people found it interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because none of the points on IMDB had full interest. Um it is a great film, very funny. Um don't expect it to have too much martial arts as you would see in say Fists of Fury or Enter the Dragon but expect it to have as many laughs as the funniest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> and if I have to give it a rating Which you do. Yeah, I do. And Ryan, earlier when you were talking about the ratings you said maybe an image or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I have an image that I want to paint. Okay, paint me. All right. It's got um, it's got Bruce and it's got Freddy looking at each other. And they like have, Bruce Lee? Uh, no, Bruce from this film like and Freddy film. from this film. Johnny Yoon and Freddy, yeah. Yeah, and they got text bubble, or speech bubbles coming out of them. What kind of speech bubbles? Like a comic book speech bubble? Yeah, like white, very, very cartoon. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Kind of low budgety look of this image. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. get it. Clip art, maybe. And the, oh, even and John, lower. And uh, Johnny Yoon, uh, Bruce's one, says... Really great film. And in Freddy's speech bubble, in all locations, it says, yeah. Brilliant. That's his, that's his rating. Now, Incidentally, before you go on, I'll also say the Armenian uh, translation probably be something like... <laughs> in the Bruce Gaganchen. What does that translate to? Because Bruce was first. Gaganchen sounds sexy. Literally, they call me Bruce. Like, that's, oh, like, I mean, Bruce if you, was if you, earlier in the if you, want to, if you want to do literally, it's me, Bruce, they call. Okay. <laughs> the literal one for Chioni Nazavalinia, Bruce, is did they call me Bruce? Yeah, did they call me Bruce? That makes sense. Yeah. Like, okay, so my review, great film. Check it out. I went into this with trepidation a little bit. Uh, you know, Chris. That's a big word. It's almost a syllable, you know, a whole syllable, but then it's a bit more than that. Yeah, like four. It's a lot of syllables. Um, I went in trepidation because, um, no offense to Chris, but his taste in movies are rubbish most of the time. Uh, <laughs> he's Although he's sorry. recommended both films we've done. But he's recommended great films for this show, which has made me realize Chris has unappreciated film tastes. And my views on his film taste being rubbish is actually me being the fool. And well, you being rubbish, you mean? No, I'll get to the rubbish part. I have some. Go- I have some good taste in film. Some. Come on. And now you have more good tastes <laughs> in film because you helped us discover yeah. your tastes in film, which are good. I realized that I was the fool 
But now I am the hero because <laughs> we have covered this on the show and I am giving the review now, meaning that I am the hero of my story. Because I have redeemed myself. For once, I was nothing but a piece of rubbish. But now, I've been recycled into a piece of of furniture that rests this DVD copy of They Call Me Bruce on it, which has a spotlight on it, which makes it shine. Shine so bright that you are blind now. And I am the furniture that holds it together. And then Bruce cuts the deck on you. And then (laughs) Bruce cuts the deck on me. Hold on, this is my review, buddy. That's actually, I was going to go somewhere with this, okay? So Bruce then, he does cut the deck, but guess what? He hurt his hand, he bleeds, and shows us he is human. If I have to give this a rating, which I of course do, I would give it a... They call me a happy person after watching this out of... They used to call me trepidatious. Which is almost a syllable. Which is almost (laughs) a syllable, but is more than one. Bartek, you have some comments from YouTube. Um... Did you find these YouTube comments on a trailer for this? I found them from a trailer and I think two clips that... Uh, what clips? Yeah. I think one of them was the... Uh, the Against one of the alley gangs. Oh, and you I can't think, tell them apart. Such a racist. Yeah, and I think the other one was... It might have been, like, part one of the film and, like, <laughs> you know, uploaded in full, but in multiple parts. Uh, but in, like, five-minute parts. <laughs> yeah, I think there were seven-minute parts, yeah. Oh, I was close. So, Above let's hear beyond. Let's hear from a YouTube. Yeah, and I've got one, two, three, four, five, six comments. A beautiful place full of beautiful people. Mm, very nice. Love YouTube. Like me. Chris has a YouTube. He makes quality content about They Call Me Bruce. If you want to find his YouTube channel, it's called They Call Me Bruce Big Fan 69. (laughs) In In which Chris records himself with a black curtain behind him <laughs> with an obvious use of a lamp that you would find at Kmart for $3. That's not true shining at all. <laughs> shining, shining at a downwards angle on him, making contrasting shadows on his face. He just breathes heavily, holding the DVD horizontally, upside down, and just says, watch this, watch this, in series of different tones and oscillations. And every video... For five, for seven minute chunks, and they all are different parts. Yeah. And every He's video... up to part 40 right now. Yeah. And every video is uploaded twice, but the, the alternate version's just got the theme song over it. <laughs> Check it out. Great channel. My favorite. Bartek, let's hear the comments from his channel. Please make a video like that, Chris. <laughs> I'd like to, okay. He'll, 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 um... What do you mean, please? Yes. Log yeah, on please to YouTube. Now that we've done it'll, this. it'll be good uh, with my uh, space video that I made. <laughs> Brilliant. Let's hear from YouTube. Don't forget the re-upload that takes out all the audio and just has the songs. What's YouTube in Polish? It's just YouTube. Does it not have a Polish name? Like, if you went to YouTube's Polish in... YouTube, would it be called uh, something different? YouTube.pl. Oh, okay, I guess. It's not like the Russian one, which is like RuTube. 
Oh, see, see. I think there's a Chinese one as well. It's called, you're not allowed to be on here. It's called, they call me Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the first of the six comments that I've gathered is, thanks for posting. I loved this movie when I was a kid. Bruce and his immortal line of, take a good look at my face. I'm an oriental. Whenever <laughs> trying to intimidate someone. That's a comment. Is, is that is that, the, is that the part one comment? Is it? Yeah, that's from oh. you. It must from me. You wrote that. You know Just that. Just so you know, I think you guys now like the film more than I do now. <laughs> I think Chris loves this film, and he's going to get married to it one day one, when like Australia it. passes the laws I'll, on ma- marrying inanimate objects. He'll marry the DVD of the film. I Japan's loved. Kind of gone there. I loved the ki- as a kid. I haven't seen it in ten years. And now, hey, it's seeing an old flame again. That's exactly right. At Chris's wedding, the wife will pick the music, but then after, like halfway through the, the wife fir- being Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> but then halfway through the first song, it cuts out and it starts Oriental Boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. <clears throat> Does anyone know where I can get this soundtrack, or at least the list of singers slash songs that went into said soundtrack? I was really, comma little when this movie came out. And then brackets, six, damn it, six. <laughs> then out of brackets. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember loving it, and years later, after I bought the DVD, I heard a really cute poppy song, dot, 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 and I want Tino what it is. Kawe. They, they tried saying cause, but they've got the S. Kawe, the DVD <laughs> I bought is no help. <laughs> well, Chris, you can find it on a website called GrooveShark.com, the ultimate music stream- streaming site, or you could find it at Chris's YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> the alternate videos, yeah. It's in his unlisted videos, but he's going to list them for us uh, after this, aren't you, Chris? Uh, yeah, You're sure going to make them public for everyone to get a copy of this. I wish I was a wizard like you, Harry. <laughs> Go on. Uh, my grandma always believed in you, Chris. <laughs> the third of the six comments are... This one has two quotes in it. The first quote, Lady, give that man his purse back. I think these are the same guys who made Superb Man, the other movie. What? What? Apparently that, there's a movie called Superb is, Man, is, the other movie. Is that, is that, I guess that's Chris's second favourite film. He'll tell us after the movies are over with... The fourth of six comments is, heh, one of those trailers that makes the movie look way funnier than it actually was, smiley face with a wink. Pretty decent idea, though. So they clearly didn't like it, but they thought it was alright. They're what we call a troll. Yeah. They're what we call a troll. I think and I were... hate haters. I think these haters, this hater here was just a little bit lenient, though. He was a lenient hater. Yeah. He was a circumcised hater. He was a... <laughs> the second last <laughs> comment is... What's great about this is there... Wrong there. It's the EI. There seems to be some legitimacy into how he gets out of deep shit. The whole pupils under the same master must never fight. Hmm. Sound almost like a plausible rule in the martial arts community. Hmm. But the whole our master's better than your master to start a fight be among friends as it were just sells it for me. Aww. What a thoughtful comment. <laughs> I hope that this person is enjoying their life after yeah. writing that comment. Yeah. And this next person, uh, 
the, the last comment is acknowledging the five dislikes that the video had. Oh. Those fucking haters. <laughs> How many likes did it have? I didn't check, but definitely more than five. More than the haters. Hear that, haters? You're getting slammed by likers. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and that comment is five people that must have studied under Master Tongue. <laughs> 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 you, know, you know who wrote that? Chris. That's such a Chris thing to say. Well, you guys at home listening or during your diamond heist, hey, did you get the diamond? Tell us in the comments. <laughs> if you didn't, still tell us. Still tell us. I mean, if you're arrested, I'm sure they'll allow you to at least, you know, write to us. And I'm sure... The, 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 the prison guards know that we're good boys. <laughs> we're not haters. We're I'm like sh- us. I'm sure they'll let you watch They Call Me Bruce in prison. I mean, no, they won't let you watch that, but they'll let you listen to us. <laughs> no, in prison you watch Big Stan. In prison Big you Stan. get to watch Big Stan next to Johnny Yoon. <laughs> He's been doing bad boy things, like not making a sequel to this after all this time. I mean, there has been, but not after. You know, after, you know what happens in Trump America? He finds you has been guys, Johnny Yoon, and says... Hey, that's my Trump impression, <laughs> and he says, "Hey,", hey. and then Johnny Yoon says, "Please don't arrest me. I didn't mean not to make the sequel, follow-up, prequel. No." And then they put handcuffs on him and chuck him in jail. Why is Johnny Yoon Polish? Because there was a Polish gang hey, that were white people dressed up as Asian people. What I'm saying is Asian. Johnny Yoon's a Polish man in yellow face. That's what I'm saying. Why is his name Johnny? Yo, Johnny! Why, why aren't you making the? Is that your Polish impression? No, that, that's my Trump impression. That's clear. That's making fun of your Trump impression. Mine was just a noise. That's Rocky. Mine was just a noise. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys, Johnny, Diamond Heist Man, or woman or pet, uh, wow. can you imagine a uh, like a, a pet beagle doing a diamond heist? <laughs> I watch that movie. Get on to it, Air Buddies creator. Make diamond buddies. Um, you guys have always been fantastic, amazing, wonderful, superfluous, stupendous listening people. But you know what you are this episode? Superfluous. No. You're gorgeous. Ryan, would you kiss the listening people? I'll stroke their cocks, but kissing's a bit too far. <laughs> um... If you want to help us out, you can uh, just uh, support us by uh, following us on Facebook, iTunes, Podbean, you know, all of these things. It's all under Spit and Polish Presents. Easy to find, easy to support. Give us a listen, chuck us a comment on Facebook or iTunes or whatever. We have suggestion link, uh, like a little suggestion post for films that we could cover on Facebook. You know, because we don't know every film. We could have we could have not done this film if Chris didn't reveal that he had a childhood fetish for old Asian men pretending to be Bruce Lee. You know, we could have not known that. We didn't know that. But if we didn't know Chris, well... We could have missed it. And we don't know you, maybe. You know, I don't know Diamond Heist people. I mean, I know beagles, but not people. Um, You know, so give us a suggestion. Chris, as always, a pleasure to be around you. Thank you, guys. Um, Bartek, as always, it's uh, it's tolerable to be around you. (laughs) Yeah, right right back at you. And Ryan, as always, it's trepidatious to be near you. Uh, And you guys, well, and pets... Remember to be kind to each other. Mm. Till next time. So, Ryan, there's only one question I have left now that we're done. Okay, yeah, ask me the quest. Um, yeah. Who's this Chris you keep talking to? I don't know, man. 
I don't know, I keep like looking over to the corner where I think Chris is and sometimes I see no one there. And I wonder, am I crazy? But then I realize maybe the world's crazy. I'm literally sitting right here. Thanks, Chris. He verified it. You heard that, right? No. What are you talking about, Ryan? Oh, Fuck no. this shit. Have I made a fursona? <laughs> I dress up as a small Armenian hairy man Ryan, who likes Bruce Plotation. Ryan, from... Chris and I work conspired together to just make you admit that you have a fur affinity count. No! We tricked you. I was pretending he doesn't exist, but he does exist. He's right there. My fursona... I'm joking, I'm right here. My fursona sign is... Harry Chris Boy 69 at Furries R Us. Check it out. Download the pages, images, and my fan art. And all the things you commissioned. Don't forget those. I won't. Meow. Oriental cat. Watch out. Run's coming for you. Run, run! <laughs>